Hey, when does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. Yeah, here it is Friday, the 27th day of October, 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. Kyle on the other side of the glass. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can use that. Get on the text machine as well. Get our podcast. Stream us on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. Give us a like, share, follow on social at Listen to the bs uh and on youtube at the bailey show if you can and you choose more passes last pair of passes for us to give to you for jay leno and arsenio hall december 2nd of the venue thunder valley we'll give those away here closer to eight o'clock we'll do a round of game of tones i believe we'll have a uh, john the sales guy mm-hmm. yeah we'll be participating in game of tones john is new to Odyssey and uh, what they do, which is actually very, very smart, is they have the salespeople come in and see what we do for a living, mm-hmm. which is, uh, and he's a good dude. Yeah, and he likes the show. Yeah, so he's going to come in. I, I guess he's playing Game of Tones. I don't know. I, I talked to him about it yesterday. I said, Johnny, play, you know how to play? And he goes, I've heard the, I've heard it. <laughs> I said, but do you know how to play? I just assumed he was playing. Yeah, okay, well, we have him down playing. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, more the merrier. <laughs> Kyle, John, I don't care. Bring them all in. That's you know fun. I'm on a winning streak, so that's right. Somebody else for me to dust. I think I think you're going for a Tony Tone Tone. Yes, for the first time ever in life. Yeah, is it a Tony first... Tone Tone already? It is. Yeah, it is right. Yeah, because it was at the very end. It was like a photo finish last week. Yeah. So she will. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I I said the right answer, and then I backtracked, and I said no, that's not the right answer, and I gave a oh, wrong answer. Took the food right out of your own mouth, and then she won. Yep. So yeah. she's going for the uh, World Heavyweight Championship. Heavyweight World Championship belt. Mm-hmm. Tony Tone Tone. Tony Championship. Tone, tone. And then we have Blink-182 tickets. So 9 a.m. this morning, we'll do uh, a new game that you have not heard yet called Chokey So uh, we did a little test run of that yesterday. Everybody has their gag balls cleaned and ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And if you like Blink-182 and you'd like to see them in uh, San Francisco at the Chase Center, four tickets we have up for grabs. And Pierce the Veil, bail, by the way, will be opening for them. Uh, so uh, you will, if you know Blink songs, you should do a good job. You should be able to get it, but it's King of the Mountain style. And then uh, the Big Fat Bribe continues as we are in our second week, and we've got plenty of weeks to give out $500. So we'll tell you which song you're listening for here when we return. Uh, next segment, and you got $500. will happen before 10 a.m., so stick around for that. So a lot of housekeeping, a lot of stuff mm-hmm. going on, lots of things. I keep having this same reoccurring dream. And I'm a believer in dreams. I believe dreams talk to you. And this could be because my wife and I have had this conversation and maybe somewhere in my psyche, it's telling me (laughs) that this is a good idea and this is your next goal in life. Because I got to tell you, uh, 48's been a very interesting year for me. (laughs) It has been a very, very interesting year. I mean, with a lot of changes, a lot of obstacles, uh, a lot of thinking, a lot of processing. 
And I don't know if this is like when you hit the midlife crisis or not. I know the midlife crisis happens between 40 and 60. Mm -hmm. So 48 sounds pretty good if that's halfway through. You know, that'll get me to 92. Yeah, and then yeah, 96. Yeah, yeah, you do that, and then you'll get yourself through that window that you're always talking about, Bailey, that you dread of the 48 to, what did you say, 60 or 58, 48, 58? No, it's uh, 56. 46 to 56. Yeah. Yeah, 46 to 56. You can survive those years, at least as a guy, mm-hmm. then I think you have a long life. But it seems like everybody dies in that window. Right. 46 to 56. I mean, every day I open up Facebook and rest in, rest in peace, brother. Take care. I'm like, what? Dude's my age. Oh, how'd he die in his sleep? What? And yeah, from not from like weird stuff. No car accident. No, it's 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 always in his sleep. Oh, I just had a, a, a old friend of mine uh, pass away the other week. Great shape, good dude. Nothing wrong, no issues. Wakes up, doesn't wake up in his oh. sleep. You know, it's kind of weird. So anyway, keep having this reoccurring dream that my next goal in life, through hell or high water, is to be a farmer. Oh, that's how you came up with that because you dreamed it. Dreamt. No, uh, I, I, Rach and I had this conversation because we share videos like on Instagram all the time. Uh-huh. And I'm a big fan, uh, as she is, of goat videos. We like goat videos. And now we've, we've morphed into cow videos. Oh. And so we've had what are cows doing interesting. And then when we were in Vegas, uh, we went and had dinner with my best friend and his sister and her husband have moved out to a ranch, a farm in Florida. And he was talking about they have a cow and they have this and they have a donkey and this and this and that. And so it's like kind of building up. But ever since then, I've been having this reoccurring dream. And there's this guy, also this guy, this social media influencer on uh, Instagram. Dude is hilarious. And he is like fish out of water and he lives on a farm. Uh But he looks like he and sounds like he should be in the city. Okay. Very, and I don't know who he is, but the guy is hilarious. Just his voice, and he's got a little bit of a southern drawl, mm-hmm. but very feminine, and uh, and he dresses not like how a farmer would dress. Like he goes out and he feeds the chickens, and he's got his bathrobe on, and he's got like rubbers on his feet, you know, boots, you know, on his feet, you know. And he goes out and he does this. It's really, really funny. So you add all those things up. I've had this reoccurring dream that I should be a farmer. Okay. And I, and so we've actually been talking a lot about. The, our next move in life is to buy a farm and to have a cow. And she wants feigning goats. And I want a four-wheeler. And we want chickens. And we want a donkey. You know, and all these different things. But what are y'all going to actually do with these animals? Like, are you going to milk them. the cows and send milk out to people? No. Or are you just going to have animals? Just going to have a just going to have a cow. Okay. I'm going to have a cow. <laughs> have a cow. I've had my mom had a cow old years That's ago. Wild. They're actually pretty cool. She just had a cow and did nothing with it. You don't have to do something with a cow. I mean, most people don't have just cows as pets. Like, no. they have them for a reason. That's not necessarily true. I mean, well, who, who do you know that has a pet cow? Well, I just told you. My best friend's sister. <laughs> well, so she's not doing anything with her no. animals either? No, no, no. She okay. saved the cow because she found out the cow was going to a slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. So she was like, no. <laughs> no. And she bought the cow <laughs> and brings the cow to her farm. Wild. All right, so you're going to go get a farm and you're just going to collect some animals and ride around on your four-wheeler. Is that your plan? Yeah. That's what okay. it sounds like. I mean, I'm not knocking like... it. I'm just trying to make sure I understand the plan clearly. Kinda that sounds a... like heaven. Well, does it? Yeah, the older but... I get, man, maybe that's the new thing. It used to be back in the day when guys got older, they got really into World War II. I'm getting more and more into wanting to move away into the country and just like 
live. You know what I mean? I, maybe it's the world. Maybe it's television. Like, it could be. Like, I'm getting to a point where I don't want social media. Uh-huh. I don't want to watch television. I mean, I just need a handful of shows <laughs> and just distance me from everything in the world. Yes. Distance me. I want to wake up problem-free. I want to wake up hassle-free. I don't want to wake up knowing that I've got, I have I know I'm going to have this happen today or I know this is coming up. I just want to wake up and not have any issues. The problem that always gets in the way is you get bored. No. What? No money. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. That no too. joke. So you, so you, so I gotta, so you gotta, well, I don't have, I mean, this is all make believe, but you've got to find out how to make money by doing all that stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe I will milk the cat. I'm, I'm saying you got to use these animals for something if you're just going to go stay out on a farm. Well, maybe you know, once a year we'll do a Halloween maze and kids can come out and ride my cow. <laughs> I'll charge them $5 or something. You know, I, I, but the, the thing is, is like I, the, I've had this happen before where I've had a reoccurring dream and it came true and it mm-hmm. came true the day after I didn't have the dream, you know. So, you know, for two weeks when I was in college, I had this reoccurring dream, same dream for two weeks straight. I know they say that that you don't do that, but I did. No, you do. It happens. And uh, it was my girlfriend at the time cheating on me, Mm -hmm. you know, girlfriend of six years. And, you know, it it was so real. It bothered me. I don't think I said anything, though. And then it was a a Monday night. I did not have the dream. And I woke up that Tuesday and I was like, thank God that's gone. Mm Mm-hmm. And that night she called me and said that she cheated on me with a male cheerleader out of all things, you know? So, uh, you know, I I buy into it. So maybe that's what I've been put on this earth for. You know, it's funny. Like you look at your life, whatever age you are right now. And if you were to go back and kind of transcribe it, Mm -hmm. I guarantee that there are certain areas of your life that you would say, I just didn't see that coming. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I never thought at 10, I would do this or at 20, I would do this in my 30s or in my 30s, you think you do this in your 40s and so on and so forth. And it's very, very interesting. And the one thing, one of many things that I continue to learn as I get older, because I make a lot of mistakes, is uh, is you take advantage of opportunities. You know, well, luck is for, what is it? Uh, luck is for the prepared mind or is, uh, that, yes. is that the same? Yeah, you know, exactly. And, and so there's a couple different saying there's like luck is for the prepared and then there's luck is for the prepared mind. And there's a couple different poets and philosophers that have said that stuff. So, you know, which means just your luck is a thing, but you can take advantage of luck if you're prepared for it and you take advantage of every opportunity. Absolutely. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. It's luck is for the un prepared luck is for the unprepared so when you're prepared you, you don't, don't need, need luck. luck you don't need luck mm-hmm. so anyway uh, i think this is my calling i think this is what i was supposed to do is buy a farm okay. but and you can buy farms for pretty inexpensive yeah you know and you can and you can get out in, in the wilderness and, and do that thing i can tell you that buying a farm for you will keep you busy yeah, yeah. I, so, I love projects right yeah it will definitely keep you busy you'll be out there building stuff doing things feeding animals all, all kind of stuff you'll be out there doing. And you, and sell you can, the eggs, too. That's another thing. You can sell the money. eggs. Eggs are expensive now. Yes, they yeah. are. All right. Maybe I'll get lucky and one of them will lay a golden egg. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's real. Or I'll be doing some digging on my property and find that black goad, mm-hmm. that Texas tea. Texas tea. <laughs> like the, oh, was it the oh, Os- Osage? Oh, uh, yes, the Osage. The Osage Indians. Mm-hmm. They found that, you know. I don't know. You, I think as you get older, you start to 
have these realizations of what you are supposed to do, what uh-huh. you, what you should do, what you. And you've had a lot of reflection this week on what you feel like you should have done. It's been a rough one. I know. <laughs> it has been a rough week. Gosh. And it's not getting any better. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I gotta tell you. Oh, no. <laughs> I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. Well, whether it's self-inflicted or not, I don't know. You know, I try. That's all I can tell you is I try. Maybe I'll do, uh, you know, Ricky Williams, for those that are familiar, Ricky Williams was a uh, phenomenal running back for the New Orleans Saints. He was a phenomenal running back when he he came back for the Miami Dolphins. He was great at, uh, well, where'd he go? University of Texas, right? Ricky Williams? That's a thumbs up from Kyle. Yeah. University of Texas. That dude is the definition of reflection. Okay. He was doing an interview lately, recently. And after 11 seasons in the NFL, for those that don't know, I mean, he was a big pothead. He was doing weed before weed was cool, <laughs> right, for athletes to do. And he outed himself about it. You know, he was, he was proud of it. So he comes back, he does this interview just recently, kind of going along with my farm story, and he says that he doesn't think that he was supposed to be a running back in the NFL. As great as he was, he had a different calling. He had a true calling, and he didn't find out what it was until later in life. Huh. All right, we'll have that discussion here in a minute. Hang on. Show me the money. money. All right. It's 98 Rocks. Big Fat Rhyme. Yes, once again, 98 Rock and the BS have your opportunity to win $500. Your first opportunity will be before 10 a.m., before we get out of here. The song you are listening for is Def Leppard's Pour some sugar on me. Ooh, I love that song. When you hear it played, you're caller 18 at 916-909-0985. And it just doesn't stop with us. More opportunities after 10 a.m. And then throughout the day, you can have the continued conversation about Def Leppard whether old Def Leppard is better than new Def Leppard or new Def Leppard is better than old Def Leppard. Hmm. New Def Leppard would be pour some sugar in me. Okay. Old Def Leppard would be hysteria. Mm. Pour some sugar on me, I think. I think it's new Def. I, I want to go with pour some sugar on me. Yeah, I, I'm a new, I, I'm a quote unquote new Def Leppard fan myself. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I even like the thing I want to get rocked. Yeah. Oh. I thought that was so cool. Here's a cool Def Leppard story for you. So I'd never seen him perform, and this was uh, probably 2008, 2009. They were uh, on the road, and Brett Michaels and Poison was opening up for him. And so uh, because I have a relationship with Brett, I was there. This was in Tampa, and uh, Brett's a smart guy. He had some people with him, and uh, – uh-huh. We were hanging out on his uh, his bus before, you know, after he got off uh, off the stage, mm-hmm. and I was in his in his uh, little RV thing, and Edge from now AEW was nice. there. He had a, a beat up knee at the time, and then uh, we he had a Brett had a couple of his friends, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, with him, and he was like, "Hey, you guys want to go watch Def Leppard?" And I was dating this girl who was a huge Def Leppard fan at the time, and. Uh, and so uh, he was like, yeah, no, it wasn't 2008. This would have been way after that. This would have been 2015, I guess, or 2016. Anyway, we go up there, and we're, we're stage right, and we're watching it, and uh, we get the guitar pick flicked at us, and it's cool. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, this is awesome. Like, 
dude, you're really showing this girl a good time. Right. Like, we're on stage, and I got Edge here. <laughs> I got Brett. Where's Brett? Oh, no. He he just ghosted. He it was the it was the it was the Irish goodbye or whatever. Uh-huh. He just wanted us to get out of his his. Tr- oh, his, his tr- RV. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was his nice way of asking you to leave. That, I, I had never seen that move before. I was like, God, that is so brilliant. <laughs> and Big John was with him at the time, uh, and so uh, if, you ever, if you ever watch Rock of Love, you know who Big John is. And so you know, Big John uh, after after Def Leppard was off, I went back to, to say goodbye. And Big John was outside of his his RV, and I was like, "Hey man, I just, I just want to say goodbye to you guys." And he's like, "I'll let Brett know. He's uh, he's talking with his friends right now." Uh huh. Uh-huh. He pouring a little sugar. <laughs> 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 like you sneaky son of a gun. Uh, so former NFL running back Ricky Williams to continue with the conversation that we we're having at the beginning of the show is to kind of figure out you know things that you want to do later in life. <clears throat> and uh, in, in, in what age does it really hit you? You know, at 48, I've been having this reoccurring dream of owning a farm. I know it sounds goofy and almost probably even sounds made up, but it's it's actually true. It's very, very true. Like, this is something that has been happening, reoccurring over and over and over again. And my wife and I, can I, like, I wake up and, you know, when she gets up, I tell her, I'm like, I had the dream again. Mm-hmm. And so she's starting to buy into it because we are now, uh, r- reality starting to set in as being empty nesters with our right. daughter wanting to go back east to go to school mm-hmm. after she finishes Sierra here uh, in town. She wants to go to University of Alabama for whatever reason, mm. and she's going to do her thing. So we will truly be empty nesters outside of five dogs. Right. You know, y'all chilling. And, you know, what is a better place to have five dogs in a farm? Right. <laughs> you already filled up half the farm right there. A little bit better than my zero lot line right mm-hmm. now you know, and my <laughs> fake green grass because I have no backyard. So NFL, uh, former NFL running back Ricky Williams, he uh, recently was doing an interview and he said that, you know, because he's traveled the world. If, if you're not familiar with the story, like he was a huge pothead in his day. Uh, I mean, he retired in 2004, but you go back then and marijuana was just not as accepted, nowhere near as accepted as it is today with states legalizing it like here in California and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. It was extremely taboo and you just didn't even talk about it. Well, Ricky Williams was, to the best of my memory, one of the first you know, athletes to say, yeah, I get high. And so, you know, he, he NFL had a problem with that. So he, he gets out of the NFL. Uh, he was with the saints and then he goes and he travels the world and he does like all these spiritual things and he lives mm-hmm. in tents in Africa and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> he comes back. Right. And I think I'm getting the story, right? No, it's right. You're right. And he, and he goes to the, the Miami dolphins and he crushes once again, he crushes. This is the priest Holmes days, oh, you know, yeah. in, the, in the NFL. Um, but he said in this interview that, you know, when I was, what was going on is I wasn't supposed to be a football player, but because I had so much talent early, I was being pushed in that direction. Uh, and I would just went along with it because uh, there's so much success. And then I got to the NFL. There was just so much money. Right. But then he realized uh, since then he's had a different calling. And he says, I was born to be a messenger, a teacher. So if you were to ask him now, he'd probably say, well, I wish I would have been that instead of being a professional football player. I don't know if I buy that. It's a lot easier to become something different later in life when, when you have some money. When you have millions and millions of <laughs> dollars in the bank account. Now, it's very easy to say, mm-hmm. and I'm not uh-huh. saying it's not true because you can find a calling after whatever mm-hmm. success mm-hmm. or failure. But it's a lot easier to do it when you've got millions in the bank. I don't know. I've heard him tell this story before. I've been racking my brain to figure out where I don't know where. But I've heard him, like I've been in his presence when he's told this story, and I believe every single solitary word. Like sometimes you have, 
not sometimes, everybody has a calling on their lives, but very few people walk in it, especially right off the bat. So when he was explaining it, when I heard him telling this story, he was basically saying he's known he had the calling. He just was running from it because he was being a people pleaser. So I believe him when he says if he could go back, he would give up the fame, the fortune, the money, and just do what he felt like he was called to do. I'll meet you halfway. I I do believe him, mm-hmm. but I don't believe he would have given it up. There you I go. do. You know, I do. Now, I will say this. In those days, in those days, you know, 20 years ago, yeah, 20 years ago almost, mm-hmm. uh, it was a lot different. Now, I think people will do it more because you see more and more people, especially in professional sports, they will get out early because yep. they don't want to see the long term effects. Or, you know, what was that guy with the dolphins? Wah, wah, wah. Um, the dude's picking on me in the locker room, you know, oh, and he oh. bolts, right? So, so there's a different mentality. Mm-hmm. The mentality years ago, and even pre-Ricky Williams, to be honest with you, definitely pre-Ricky Williams, was that, look, like it or not, you got to serve your time. You got to make your money. You got to get a base. And then you can figure out what you want to do. And they also weren't making as much money then either. Like that is, they are now. Well, I mean, he, that still, is, he still did pretty well. I mean, 2004, they still were doing pretty well. It's not like the 80s. But I just mean before, the time you're talking about, Bailey, before that, you know, when it was like, hey, you st- you stick it out. You know, I just heard a video yesterday of Shannon Sharp talking to, uh, to Ocho Cinco about how this woman tried to, like, grift him for a bunch of, like, like a 48 oysters at a date kind of thing. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Ordering lobster and all that. And he said he was making, he was bringing home 70, I think he said. Shannon Sharp. Really? Playing for the Bron- yeah, for the Broncos. He's taking home 70 and still paying out family back home, $500 rent. You know, three hundred dollars on a, a car, which back in the, that time was really exorbitant. Actually, bucks. actually, you could make the argument that they were making more because they didn't have that rookie contract then. Oh yeah, you know the Jamarcus Russell rule wasn't in mm-hmm. play, so they could get paid right out of college. Right, you know, a big contract. They didn't have to wait that, you know, three to five. And- I mean, they said in today's dollars, what he was making is equivalent to three hundred thousand. But when you see what these guys are making, you know what I mean? Today, today. It's a lot more money. Millions and millions and millions of dollars. So maybe I'm Ricky Williams. Maybe I'm going through my Ricky Williams phase. Okay. Maybe I need to travel to Africa or something and live in a tent. Go to You're a not going to be able to make the flight. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds right. good, though. You're right. Every, I'll have everything prepped. <laughs> the only thing that'll hold me back is like, dude, that's way too long of a flight. Uh-huh. He's not going to make it. I can't find my calling because I don't like planes. <laughs> They're going to have to Mr. Teamy, right? Uh-huh. B.A. Baracus. They're going to have to <laughs> knock him out. They're going to have to knock me out. <laughs> That's funny. And very true, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> very true. All right. First round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where snow is already falling, and I'm going to give you an update on the main shooter. All right. Two big stories from today. You get learned, so you know some stuff. Yep. First round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about Headlines. This is what happens when you get your dates wrong. Your wife texts you and go, oh, no, we were together in 2015. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. So it must have been earlier. I said, I'm just, <laughs> I just leave the dates that. out. Just say I was with a girl. Who cares what the date was? Yeah. <laughs> that's not the important. Like, out, of every, out of everything I said, that's all she got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave the dates out. All right. First round of headlines. Thanks, our friends. Good guys. Heating and air. 530. Good air. Best service. Best price. That is guaranteed. Nikki D. Northern Cali is already getting snow. H1. 
It's here, snow in the Sierra, and it's making for some slippery roads. Take a look at this photo of a jackknife big rig Oof. on I-80 near Soda Springs. Yeah, the, the video footage of the snow and everything that was going on up there was nasty looking. After the first major snowstorm made its way through the Sierra Nevada on Wednesday, the UC Berkeley Central Sierra Snow Lab said they got a little bit more than they expected. They initially thought it was just going to be some rain and maybe a little bit of snow slush, but not anything big. They're expecting snow levels to deepen even more up in Tahoe, Four to six inches. That's I didn't know it started snowing this early. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, again, I hello. haven't even been hi. to Lake Tahoe yet. Hi, we're new, you know. So this is. Yeah. It's kind of neat though when you think about it. You know, you drive like an hour, hour and a half, two and hours. There's a lot of snow. There's a lot of snow. Nelson did that when we got here, but I still haven't seen any snow. Yeah, I know. Remember? You ended up in like a snowstorm yeah, or something. It was like the last big snowstorm that they had up there. <laughs> and you didn't have chains. No. No, you just sliding around in a crunch wrap. <laughs> he comes back and he goes, dude, you never believe this. I just went through a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I when I drove cross country and came over here, and that was in February, you know, we got to Flagstaff in Arizona, and we were heading to the Grand Canyon uh, because we you know we're trying to do all these little stops, mm-hmm. and it's like out of nowhere, this blizzard came about. And I'm and I, I you know I I've never driven in snow so I mean like hard snow right mm. and so uh, I, I'm not used to it even though I was born in Maryland I didn't drive I left it when I was 11 uh, and and so we're driving and you know we call up the the hotel and they're like yeah there's no way you're getting up here and if you do get up here you're not leaving for a very long time dang like misery you know the yes the I'm like okay well that's not gonna work so let's stop off and then it just starts flurrying. And, and within minutes, the dam- it was like snowmageddon in Atlanta. Yeah. Just like in minutes. Out of nowhere. It could, you know, so fi- like right when it got to its almost worst point, we were pulling into like this Holiday Inn in Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. And there was already like three feet of snow. Dang. Wow. And I was like, all right, I don't know how long we're going to be here. You know, and then our boss is like, dude, you've got to get here. You've-. I was like, it's snowing. <laughs> we'll be fine. I got to hunker down for a day or two. I, I, I don't know when I'm going to be able to get out of here. But, you know, wake up the next morning, the sun is out, the, the roads are paved, and then we drive another hour, and we're in beautiful California, and no snow. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> That's how crazy it, it is. It was like, the, you know, like the movies where you're driving, you see the snow, and then just, boom, no snow. Mm-hmm. Desert, mountains, green. Yeah, it changes quick. Really. It's beautiful, by the way. It's just I'd never experienced it before. It's really neat that we have that luxury here in California to be able to see that stuff. Yeah, I can't wait to go to one of the ski resorts. I'm going to buy all the outfits and stuff. Are you going to buy skis? No. No, oh, just buy the outfits. You can walk yeah. around the resort. <laughs> yeah. Winterfest, <laughs> 23. All right, second start. The manhunt in Maine continues, H2. We all turned around and realized what was happening. We dropped to the ground. And that's when I think I was shot in the arm. Others, like this father who lost his son, sharing their heartache. I've listened to people try to explain when something happens in these shootouts and stuff, I don't know how they do it. I I can't explain it. Tell you the truth, I can't. Officials are urging residents to shelter in place um, again today. The uh, Robert Card is his name. He is still at large. They have no idea right now where he is. He is armed. He is dangerous. The audio I played for you was some uh, accounts of people who were affected by this mass shooting, which is now the deadliest in the U.S. this year. Yeah, we have uh, uh, a friend, uh, a two percenter who is like two degrees away from this guy. 
like their partner is is from the same area mm-hmm. and, and the house is right down the street. And last night, authorities surrounded this guy's house and it's just proper procedure if they think that he's, you know, the, the, the bad guy's in there mm-hmm. and they're on the loudspeakers and, and, and whatnot. And then they later found out that he was not in there, but it was his or his parents' house. What they think he did was because they found his vehicle by the lake or by the water, wherever. Mm-hmm. They think that he got on a jet ski and Dang. and escaped from a jet ski, you know, on a jet ski, uh-huh. you know, which is, you know, pretty smart. That's like some movie stuff. So, you know, if, if that's the case, I mean, you want to really psychoanalyze this. This was extremely premeditated. Yeah. You know, this wasn't just a... You know, I had a mental breakdown. I grabbed a gun and I went cuckoo, cuckoo. Uh-huh. This oh. is very well planned out. If that's in fact what he did. Well, they're also saying they found a suicide note at his son's house that he left for his son. So they're not sure if he escaped and he's like going somewhere to live, or if he escaped and he killed himself. Also, in that area, gun sales skyrocketed yesterday. Everybody was at a gun store, like to the point where they're selling out. You know, in a state that's open carry and concealed, uh, again, I wonder how many people in the bowling alley had something on them that they could have possibly stopped this guy. They probably didn't because their state just doesn't have a lot of crime. So they're, they have open gun laws, but they're not having to use them. Yeah, well, well, I get it if you're not going to. Or, you know, or, I mean, that's why I'm saying why people are flocking now to get them is what I'm saying. Or, or do you make the argument that they haven't had more crime because criminals know that anybody could be armed. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. But then, of course, the political side of things, it goes to the gun law conversation versus let's find this guy first. Mm-hmm. Let's mourn the victims, you know, and then let's move on and argue afterwards. Yes. And, and just have the same argument. And nothing will be done. That's why I say we're just going to keep arguing, but there's nothing that's going to change. It's always the same thing. Our buddy Brandon Kravitz uh, will join us. So for you fantasy football players, you – DraftKings players, those that like to make a little cash on the weekend, watching football. Brandon Kravitz is the know-it-all. He'll join us here in a minute. Hang on. Welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nick D. There is Nelson. Kyle on the other side of the glass. And I am looking at, through the miracles of technology, host of In the Zone weekdays, 3 to 6, 96.9 The Game in Orlando. Also, Fantasy Bites podcast at RotoWire. At Brandon Kravitz on the Twitter and Instagram, our friend, the know-it-all of everything fantasy sports, that would be one Brandon Kravitz. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. I've missed you guys dearly. I know. Last week, you know, I was I was in mourning. I didn't have my Brandon Kravitz fix for the week, and how am I supposed to win my fantasy if I don't have my Brandon Kravitz fix? Yeah, you know, I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. I was without Brandon Kravitz, too, because I was at Disney World. Yeah. With a soon-to-be four-year-old, so it was uh, quite the affair. Awesome experience. I am still a week later, dog tired, yeah. because of all the steps put in this weekend. And and it is weird when you have to pretend like you don't care about football for two days when that's what you obsess over every day of the week for your whole life, right? And uh, just try and be a present parent. So this past weekend was a challenge, but we persevered. We made some money. We had some wins in fantasy, and I'm ready to uh, Sundays go on. Sundays, if I'm not in front of a television, and I've got a, like this Sunday, if uh, my daughter's got this cheerleading thing, and and of course I'm going to go because that's what dads do. Dads take their kids yeah. to Disney World. Dads go to their daughter's cheerleading stuff. But 
man, it's tough not to keep checking your phone, but it's 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 nothing like just sitting on that couch and eating wings and watching football and checking your fantasy scores or your DraftKings or, you know, whatever it is that you decide to do on, on football Sunday. Anyway. I know. Uh, about it. If I don't have Scott Hansen telling me seven hours of commercial free football starts now, I am a mess. As much as I hate that witching hour, if I don't hear it, it my Sunday is not complete. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the witching hour. That, does, that dude does a really good job. I got to tell He's you. He's great. That guy's He's good. so good. So last night, uh, Buffalo was able to narrowly beat Tampa Bay, a very odd game, especially the ending with the Hail Mary, and Godwin was like, whoa, I should have caught that ball. Uh, They did not hit the 43 total that Vegas had. They came in at 42, very upset with play calling on that first drive in the red zone for Buffalo, where Josh Allen just had to do what he did the second time, and that's run it into the end zone. But that didn't happen. Josh Allen put up a ton of points. And that was re- there was a lot of receptions from different guys, but not a huge amount of points uh, put up in that uh, that game. So as we get into Sunday, as we just go down quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, where are we at with quarterback? A lot of low-scoring games, at least according to Vegas. Not a lot of high-flying games this week. Yeah, and in, in regards to that Thursday night game, another game going under in primetime, if you like to bet totals, just wait for primetime games, blindly bet the under, and uh, and, and make yourself some money. 17-7 and seven this year to the under for primetime games. So uh, keep that in mind. Especially on Thursday nights. Those are like curse Especially nights. on Thursday. It's yeah. the, it's the, I got burned last week because I took the under for Jag Saints. Which I thought defensive battle, and those teams put up a bunch of points. So nothing's universal in betting or in fantasy, but uh, the under in primetime typically hits. At quarterback, I have... Um, you know, if you're going the daily fantasy route, an expensive option and a cheap option for this week, and also someone to keep an eye on. So uh, Dak Prescott should have himself a good day. He has typically performed well off the bye, and the, the Cowboys are off a of bye week. Uh, the uh, St. Oh, the St. Louis Rams, the LA Rams are, uh, yeah, they pack a punch up front with Aaron Donald. They do struggle in, in the secondary. So CeeDee Lamb should be able to get loose. I like Dak to have a big game uh, in, in this one assuming that Donald doesn't eat him for lunch. And then Sam Darnold is someone I want to keep my eye on as well, filling in for Brock Purdy this weekend. I don't think it's much of a downgrade. Honestly, Mm. you can make a case it's an upgrade. We'll find out on Sunday. But he should be able to put up some points because Brock Purdy had become a startable fantasy option. So why not Sam Darnold? And if you're playing daily fantasy, he's dirt cheap. And I would keep my eye on Kyler Murray. He's off the injury report for the first time this year. Now, they haven't said that he's going to play. Uh, so don't misconstrue misconstrue what I'm saying. But if he does, you know, the Ravens are tough defensively, but Kyler Murray is a load to deal with, and he's going to be excited to get back out there. So those are three guys I've got my eye on. Brock Purdy did uh, practice in a limited fashion yesterday, so uh, he would have to, because they're coming off that short week, They he would have to clear it by, what, Saturday, I guess? That's tomorrow. Uh, Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. So there was a similar timeline last year that reporters have followed with Kenny Pickett, uh, and he was forced to miss a game for that same reason. These NFL teams, the league itself, so careful when it comes to concussions. Purdy got rocked, and it wasn't even reported right away. So this is a situation where I highly doubt he plays, but yeah, definitely want to keep your eye on that. That Sunday night game with the Bears and the Chargers, uh, I, I don't know the status on Justin Fields, but whoever that dude is that played last week. Tyson Badgett. I'm in. 
You know, uh, so in this game, you know, with a with a forty six and a half total, uh, according to Vegas, uh, that guy. He, he, he didn't look like that was his first game. I mean, that guy came out there, you know, he was pretty damn good. So I, I, I like taking that guy because you know he's going to be cheap and then just pair him up with uh, DJ Moore. I like that pairing this week. For, did did uh, you happen to hear what Tyson Badgett after the game, after that win, what he's, he was asked, you know, if, the, if this didn't work out for you and you didn't end up on an NFL team because he was an undrafted right. player, um, there's no guarantee he was going to end up anywhere. What would you be doing? And he said, I would have taken a teaching job and I would have gotten really into CrossFit. So <laughs> I'd say um, his life is trending in the right direction. He's like that Ricky Williams conversation. Yes. He wants to be a messenger. You know, like, you. You know, screw all that money. I want to be a messenger in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with definitely, that. Definitely, uh, you know, you leave some dollars on the table. All right. Uh, running back. Where are we at, Brandon? All right, let's look the way of uh, I'm, I'm liking the Ravens this week across the board. Um, so there's going to be a theme there. Gus Edwards has really taken off. He had his best game of the week last week. No reason he can't build off of that going up against a much softer defense in the Arizona Cardinals. Also, Kareem Hunt with Jerome Ford potentially on the shelf this weekend. Mm-hmm. I like what I'm seeing there. He's really good in terms of the receiving game. That's always been where his bread is buttered. And P.J. Walker at quarterback, that guy only knows how to dump the ball off the running back. So Kareem Hunt should have himself uh, a nice day. And then Ramondre Stevenson going up against the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins run defense is suspect at best. Stevenson's been catching a lot of passes the last two weeks. Quietly, the New England Patriots seem like they have some sort of rhythm offensively, and it all starts with Stevenson. The Damian Pierce play this week is supposed to be a hot pick for the Houston Texans. Uh, They're in Carolina to play the Panthers. The problem is, and I've got him on on my big league, and I haven't played him since week one because he hasn't done much. He hasn't done anything. You know, I mean, with C.J. Stroud being able to throw the ball and them actually have a quarterback, uh, he's kind of not even a, a... part of the offense anymore then they throw Singletary in the mix like dude what are you doing this guy was a beast last year you're <laughs> screwing people like me over because I'd like to start him especially this week but I just can't do it even though he's a hot pick yeah if you've got better options I'm looking away from Damian Pierce I hate to see him get outworked by Devin Singletary I've been trashing on that guy since he got drafted I don't think Singletary's all that talented um it's, it's such a limited upside player so if he's out playing Damian Pierce then we've got problems. And Damian Pierce doesn't catch passes, so you're not going to get bailed out there. Yeah, it's a good matchup, but uh, I'm just not buying that he's a huge part of the offense right now. I I think this is a steer-clear situation. All right, wide receiver, Brandon. Okay, well, I'm going to go back to the Ravens. Uh, I like Zay Flowers. He has been in the range of 8 to 18 fantasy points pretty much every single week. Definitely is the apple of Lamar Jackson's eye when it comes to that wide receiver position. It was good to get Odell Beckham Jr. going, but I think that more than that taking him to the next level, it really opens things up for the rookie. And how about a sleeper? If I gave you Sam Darnold, let's give you someone he's throwing the ball to. Brandon Ayuk is the obvious. George Kittle, sure, he'll get his. But Jawan Jennings is a factor in this offense when Debo Samuel doesn't play, so I would keep my eye on him as well. And then if you want just low-hanging fruit. A.J. Brown has been going ballistic every single week. That commander's defense, not very good. Um, They might be able to keep it close. That plus six and a half for the uh, commanders is intriguing to me, but if we're just talking fantasy, A.J. Brown should have himself a nice day, and I know it has Devonta Smith 
fantasy managers feeling all kinds of queasy. Uh, what about Julio Jones, who's back? He got a pass last week. That's very, nice. Very, very interesting <laughs> stuff. Uh, I, as, if you're looking, in my opinion, for the game pop of the week, the Cincinnati-San Francisco game, whether it's Sam Darnold or Brock Purdy, nonetheless, I don't see 43-and-a-half. I'm taking the over on that, hands down, without a doubt. You know, San Francisco's had a rough last two weeks. They got to come out there and make a statement, whoever's that quarterback. Uh, and Cincinnati's obviously got firepower. They've got to make a statement. They've got to do something. That game has everything to go over 43-and-a-half, without a doubt. Yeah, I think it starts like a Super Bowl where both teams, it's a feeling-out process. It's a heavyweight fight where you're not going to see touchdowns right out of the gate. Probably at the end of the first quarter, if you take the over, you're going to feel pretty ugly about it because it's going to be like 3-3. And then by the end of the game, these two teams are so they're such well-oiled machines offensively. The uh, the Bengals really got going before the bye. The fact that they get a break, they're feeling themselves. Joe Burrow should be at his peak form. And then the 49ers are one of the toughest outs in their home building. So this should be back and forth, but I would wait until the second half to wait for that explosion. So if you don't see anything right out of the gate, don't freak out. And my darling this year, uh, what a great pickup off the waiver wire is Rice. Was it Rasheed Rice? Kansas? Rasheed Rice, yeah. <laughs> that, that guy's the guy. He's a beast, and he's becoming – I mean, he's getting just as many targets as Travis Kelsey with the Chiefs. Mahomes likes him. Uh, and they play Denver. And they, you know, supposedly the, the line there is 47, so they're supposed to be putting up some points there. All right, uh, quickly, tight end, Brandon. Let's go a little sneaky here. Trey McBride is now the starting tight end for the Arizona Cardinals. Zach Ertz is on IR. They throw to the tight end a lot in Arizona, so I think that that's a position that we can target. Also, Taysom Hill seems to be getting real um, involvement in this Saints offense, not just gadgety stuff. He's actually had 12 targets over the last two weeks, so if he's going to get real looks, he's a guy I want in my fantasy lineup, and it's not just a gimmick anymore. Yeah, and if you are looking just to close out with a defense, uh, the Falcons, you should be able to get pretty cheap. Boom. With, you nailed uh, it. That yeah, was the one. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're playing Tennessee at Tennessee, and they have a mixture of Will Levis in his first game in the NFL and Malik Willis, Roswell, Georgia kid, Roswell Hornets, go Hornets, uh, that will be under center. The line there is 35. That's pretty low. So I see the Falcons. Yeah. And the Falcons actually have a pretty good defense. You can't run on that team. Uh, so it's, it's no, it'll be, be an tough. interesting matchup. Those teams match up well with each other. But anytime you go with the platoon quarterback situation in the NFL, that's very mid-level college vibes. Right. So it's I like, would definitely uh, lean towards the Falcons this weekend. I have no idea what you're doing. You're putting the running because you're not throwing the ball with Malik. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's just crazy. Well, we just got to follow that guy. All right. Uh, at Brandon Kravitz, that's with a K R A V I T Z on Twitter and Instagram. Check out his podcast, Fantasy Bites Podcast, that Rotowire. Tell all my friends back in Orlando I said hello. Thanks for the information. I'll be texting back and forth with you on Sunday. That is a good-looking Better's Edge hat. I wear it each and every Sunday when I watch my games because I channel Brandon Kravitz when I watch. All right? I just need a winning bet against you at some point. <laughs> I know. We'll get to it next week. Next next week. I don't have any this week. I think this week's going to be a pretty dull week, to be honest with you. Uh, all right, buddy. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. We'll see you. Bye. 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 Love that dude. He's just so personable. He's so cool. I told him last night, I was like, you good for tomorrow? He's like, yes, wouldn't miss it for the world. I missed you last week. He should be on the radio. You know, he's well spoken. (laughs) You know what I mean? He sends me like, it was like one of those, 
you know, thingy images like, oh. What is <laughs> happening to you, Jason? <laughs> I did. I was just honest. I miss them. I like them. <laughs> he helps us out. I'm good for the show. All right. The Big Fat Bribe, if you missed out, you're listening for Def Leppard. Pour some sugar on me. When you hear that, you're caller 18. That's 500 bucks in your pocket. Why am I telling you this? Because we have not played it yet, and there's a good chance you're going to hear it sooner than later. Also, uh, there is something that has gone viral the last couple days, and this kind of is, a, uh, I believe, a spinoff of the woman that didn't want to go to Cheesecake Factory mm-hmm. on the first date. And then mm-hmm. there's been a couple other ones that have been uh, on TikTok and whatnot. So now there's a list of 21, 28 places that these ladies don't want to go to on a first date. Which and is bogus. It's totally bogus. Like, you're going to starve to death. Exactly. You're just not going to go out on a first date if mm-hmm. you if you're, if this list is your list. Exactly. Right? We'll be going nowhere. Right. All right. Give us a minute. Hang on. Show me the money. money. All right. It's 98 Rocks. Big Fat Rhyme. That was Def Leppard. That was Pour Some Sugar on Me. Love that song. Oh, good. Who's this? I, I think that's my line. <laughs> oh. I know who it is. My show. I ask you who this is. You called me. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I was. Uh, it was ringing for so long. I thought I was calling the wrong number. Well, let's start from the beginning. Good morning. It's 98 Rock. It's the BS. What is your name? My name is Andrew. How are you doing? I'm great, Andrew. You're so wired at seven ish in the morning. What's going on? And I was not even there. Uh, just oh, just dri- driving to work. It's Friday right. made yeah. it. So, right. yep. What do you do? I'm a fire alarm technician. Excellent. Okay, you're a fire alarm technician. It keeps people safe. Yeah, you know, you know uh, yeah. about the big fat bribe that we're doing here at this fine radio station. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. That means that when a specific song plays in your caller 18, you get $500. And today the song is that song we just played, Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar in Me. But you have to be caller 18. Do you think you're caller okay. 18? Uh, I hope so. Well, no, that's that not what I asked. Awesome. Do you want to be caller 18? How about that? Oh, yeah, I would love to be. Okay, well then, congratulations! You're caller eighteen. You got five hundred dollars there, sir. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, what are we gonna do with it? Oh, I don't know. Um, put it away until I can think of something good to do. Yeah, what did he He's say? Gonna put it away until oh, put, he can think of something good to I do. I thought he said something different. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, he said, I'm gonna get laid until I can find something else to do with it. No. <laughs> Well, put it away. Uh, that would have that been a better answer. but <laughs> Probably. <laughs> an, an odd answer, but yes, uh-huh. probably a better mm-hmm. answer. All right. Well, brother, yeah. man, we, we appreciate you listening uh, to 98 Rock and the BS. $500 in your pocket. It's all part of the big thanks fat bribe. Yes. Thanks for doing what you guys do. It's awesome. Well, we, we appreciate you helping us out with that, especially like doing my job asking who this is. Exactly. I wouldn't <laughs> have been able to know who I was this morning if it weren't for you. <laughs> All right, hang oh, on. Oh, man. Hang on, sir. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. More opportunities to uh, win $500. Uh, listen in for Def Leppard, pour some sugar in me, be caller 18, and you call in and you and you win the money and, and good things happen to duckies, you. Duckies, duckies, duckies. Duckies, duckies, duckies. Yes. We have yet to hear a ducky. Donna. Donna said duckies. Donna said ducky. No one else has, though. No one else is getting given the ducky line yet. Uh, so a couple weeks ago, there was a, a, a viral video uh, that was out with this woman who wouldn't get out of the car because mm-hmm. her date, first date, was taking her to the Cheesecake Factory. Because she was late and they lost their initial reservation. Right. 
So, I mean, that was kind of catty. Absolutely. Right. Cheesecake Factory is actually really good. Yes. And expensive. Well, I don't know about all that, but I mean, it's, it ain't Applebee's. Right. It's, it's more than Applebee's for sure. It's not Ruth Chris, sure. Yeah, right. It's not Longhorn. You know, Longhorn. It's not a fine, it's not fine dining. No, it's better than Long, Longhorn. Longhorn is better than that. that. I had to look. I didn't, wasn't looking at him when I started to ask that question. Then yeah. I saw the smile. Nikki gets it. It's, I do. It's not Longhorn. Longhorn. <laughs> uh, so now there's a list of 28 different places. I don't know who came up with this list, but these are 28 places you don't take a woman on a on a first date. A person who wanted attention made this list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't. I hope this isn't real because if this is like the new trend, thank God I'm not in the dating world. But if this is the new trend, That's y'all cool. y'all some catty bitches. Right. This is somebody who didn't have anything to do and they wanted to go viral. So they're like, I'm going to make up the most ridiculous list and everyone's going to talk about it. You know what I want to do? I want to make up a list as a guy. I wish, you know, I love my wife, but I wish I was single sometimes so I could participate. But I want to make a list up as a guy. You should. And, and say, these are the places we're not taking you. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah, you good. should do that. How about that? And your list will go viral. Yeah, then my list will go viral. Mm-hmm. So number one is the Cheesecake Factory, obviously because of that video. Right. Two is Applebee's. And nobody wants to go to Applebee's by themselves. That's- Applebee's is great. It's got the best honey mustard in like 50 different states. Yeah, and remember I told you that is my go-to first day spot, Applebee's. Right. Two for 20. What was the reason by that? Because men now feel like women, like this woman did, only want you to go out with them so that you can get free meals. So I choose Applebee's so you can never say if I don't see you or talk to you again that I scammed you out of $20. Right, and that's also because uh, they got the two for 20 deal. They got the two for 20. The two. <laughs> do you, like when you go on a date to Applebee's with some guy, do you just right out of the gates be like, it doesn't matter what you want. We're doing the two for twenty. Yep, that's exactly what so I say. So you're forcing him to do the. I two tell for 20. him right Man. off the bat, we're doing two for twenty. You can choose the appetizer. It's very sweet of you. I know it. You is. can choose the appetizer. Yeah. What, what if he chooses an appetizer you don't like? I like them all. You like them all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chili's number three. I like chilies. I don't really eat at chilies. Great often. salads. Great glasses. Veterans Day, I do though. Yeah, because they give you something for free. It's free. Right. Chipotle's <laughs> at number four. Now, that's look. A first, that's not a first date spot. No. That, I'm, that one I'm going to give you. Mm-hmm. Definitely not a first date spot. That's a possible, hey, you want to go grab a bite around 1 o'clock in the afternoon? For lunch, absolutely. Unless you're young. Maybe if it's 19, 20, you know what I mean? Like, young, young. You're not going You're not going out of a fancy place. Say you're going to go, hey, let's get something to eat and go to a movie. Then I would say Apple, or, uh, no, Chipotle. No, even these young kids now, they got Applebee's money. So Chipotle's not. Well, the the go-to for for teenagers and people in their young 20s mm-hmm. is the next one on the list, and that's Olive Garden. Yes. Olive, oh, Olive that's fancy. Olive Garden is, like, I remember uh, a boy took my daughter to Olive Garden. My daughter loves Olive Garden. My daughter too. And 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 when I was, and I still love Olive Garden. Don't get me wrong. I, I the salad there, I could eat all day long. That dressing. Oh, so good. But uh, the when I was younger, that was my go-to spot. Olive yeah. Garden. I would take people to you know girls to Olive Garden all the time. So uh, I broke up with a girl at Olive Garden. Olive Garden is is the place, you know. And I remember she came. She was like, you know, I've got a, this boy's taking me out. And I'm like, where is he taking you? And she's like, he's he's it's fancy. <laughs> I said, well, really. Where's he go? Where are you going? She goes. He's taking me to Olive Garden. <laughs> it was the cutest thing. I'm like, 
Oh, bless your heart. That's so cool. Le Jardin de Louvain. Uh, the movies is not. What do you mean? A play, these are places you can't take someone now on a first date? Now, the movies date? is not a good first date. It's not a good first not date. Not at all, because you can't talk in a movie. In a first date, you're supposed to be trying to get to know the person. So I agree with that. That's a horrible first date place. That's a good third date. That's the biggest misconception of why movies are bad first dates, first date places, because everyone says that. And that is not the reason a guy will take a woman to a movie on the first date. What's the reason? The reason is is to see which movie she picks out, how much, how many snacks she gets, and how uh, lenient she is on the movie choice. So if you're a guy and you're going out on a first date and you're taking a woman to a movie, the play is, and this should, I thought everybody knew this, but the play is, is you say, what movie do you want to go see? Now, it doesn't matter what her answer is. Mm-hmm. She could reply with um, Barbie, right? And, and say, oh, you know what? I've already seen that. Her reaction to that is whether you should take her out on the first date or not. Because if she responds with, oh, then let's go see something else. It's it's similar to the guy in the last piece of food trick. Yeah, but you think that. I've never heard one person in my life break going down to the movies on a first date like that. I think that's your thought process, which is not bad, but I don't think that's the common man's thought process. They're not that smart. Well, I understand that because I'm smarter than most. That's why I'm letting the secret out. Mm. Oh, okay, that's, that's what that, you're doing. That's the gimmick behind the movies <laughs> is to see if she's willing to go. If she goes, oh, my, oh, okay, well, let's go see something else. What would you like to go see? That's so many games. Yeah, that's a lot of games. Too many what do you games. think dating is? I know, but that's dating what I is mean. Just like, one big game. Yeah, but now you're going to add games inside the game? In, on the first date? My God. No, I bet I got time for that. I'm not going with you to the movies on the first It'll date. It'll save you so many issues in the future if you do the movie trick. I'm telling you, I promise you, it'll save you so many issues later on in the movie. And then you just put little you know, things in there. Well, now I know. And if a guy asks me to a movie on the first date, I'm going to simply say no. So we don't have to waste no time. Mm-hmm. Now, if again, if... You're asked where to go on a first date, and you say no. Then they shouldn't go out with you. They should be lucky to go out with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're taking them to a cemetery or an insurance seminar, you know, anywhere is great because it's not about where you're going; it's about who you're with. Don't women want you to pick anyway? Women want this men one. to make a decision. Well, right. Yes, but I'm not uh-huh. going to go to a movies on a first date, and Nick, now I'm definitely not going to go after he broke that down. Nikki's like, well, pff, I got a timeshare in Tahoe. You know, <laughs> if you call now. You'll get it. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop, Red Lobster. I love Red Lobster. Some biscuits. A buffet. Bite your tongue. Buffets are great. Oh, that's a trash first date. IHOP, Denny's, the gym. The gym is a great first date place. Nah, I ain't going no. to the gym either on a first date. Not me. Well, I'm not for those gym that work date. out, yeah. those, that's a, that's if you're already fit, that's a good place to go. Church. I'm going to sweat enough just sitting across the table from her. I don't need to work. Starbucks, well. coffee dates, ice cream dates, family functions. I like the bar date. I like let's meet for a drink. The coffee date, it's not as good. Now, the bar date's tricky because she can bail. People, well, people in the bars are always looking to meet someone. So if she's attractive and she gets up and she goes to the bar, she goes to the restroom and she gets picked up, tries to get picked up by somebody else, then you have to make a decision. Do you defend her honor? Here's your first date. How do you handle it? It's a weird spot. Not a big fan of bar first dates. See, that's a good observation, too. I don't really go to bars, but it's a good observation. <clears throat> uh, second round of headlines. What do you got? I want to tell you how a man got trapped in the bank and who Kirsten Stewart had a ghostly encounter with. All right. Two big stories from today. Get to that here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news.
time for today's top two. Headlines. Here we go. Second round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Good Guys Heating Cooling. Dot com. All right, go ahead. Kristen Stewart sees dead people. H4. Honestly, look, like, I don't know. I'm not somebody who's like, I believe in ghosts, and I'm not the most spiritual person, but if our experience is contained within our own imaginations, which it is, I just thought about her constantly. Why are you looking like that? Well, because I was waiting for a trapped-in vault. Mm-hmm. Oh, you flip flop. That's right. Sorry, you flip-flop. I flip flopped them. You're right. Because this is the I last panicked. one I had on my sheet. I thought I had he's already <laughs> he's already on tilt today. You can't you can't do that because things aren't working out for him and he's not focused. So sorry, when you do Nelson. stuff like that, he, he rolled with me though. I'm no, sorry. You should have been on this side of the board. No, he was face, I oh my God, out, making hand face. gestures, and you're over there. La 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 la. I don't care what you do. You could do one. You could just say silent for all I care. I'm just looking to make this sure guy. I, this guy's freaking out. I'm just looking to make sure I didn't get one of. You know no, what I mean? no, sorry. I didn't switch my paperback. So like, did that I one pass was the out? first one up here. That's on me. That's my fault. That's very, not yours. Very, very. Uh, look, I'm just telling you. asked. I'm telling you. I didn't care. Very unprofessional on his part. <laughs> no, I just thought you, you know looking what? around. I'm like, very, why are you looking like that? Very unprofessional on his part. I thought I'm, you didn't like my whispering. I apologize. I loved it. Oh. I, I thought I was calling a 1-900 number. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got a Woodrow Wilson right now. I got to tell you. <laughs> who produces the LGBTQ ghost hunting show Living for the Dead, uh, which is not just a cash grab. She's an actual believer. She's saying that not one ghost she's seen, but two. But the very first time she said she saw a ghost, she was 15 years old and she was shooting a film in Canada. And she said this old woman was like hovering above her with rollers in her hair and the woman even touched her legs. Then, you know, she also did the documentary of Princess Diana, and she says she feels like her ghost was with her every day when she was on set. That is called LTG. Uh, uh, LTG. That is living the gimmick. If you host a ghost show, you have to tell a story <laughs> about a ghost. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, please. I mean, if you don't believe in them, you don't believe in them. Nah, I mean, you're like, the producers are like, look, Kristen, you got to come up with something good. But even before she hosted this show, she, she had the... Um, the interview about the Princess Diana thing. Oh, I don't doubt that, that that that's true. I'm just saying you have to. My point is, is if you host a ghost show, you, you got to believe in ghosts. You got to have a ghost story. Okay, I agree with that's that. That's all I'm saying. No, I mean, she's kind of one of those emo, trippy chicks anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she's probably got a million ghost stories. She probably, probably dated one. You know, oh, I mean, for sure. You just wait till season four. <laughs> wait till you hear those stories. Should have a new one. All right, go ahead. A trip to the bank cost a man his entire night. Go ahead, Nelson. Uh, sometime this morning around, I guess, what, about 6.45 to 6.15 this morning, the vault opened on its own and the customer was released. I wasn't going to say the number because I had him switch, so yeah, that's but, why I was going to let you go ahead and play it. I mean, it doesn't you guys ma- are still shaking your head at me. Because it doesn't really matter that, like, the audience doesn't know what numbers come when. It's not, they're not, no one's really going, oh, you, did she just say three? I thought she did four. Oh, my God. You can't go backwards in hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of the code. You can go three to four, but don't you dare go four to three. That was going to sound trippy. I guarantee there's not too many other radio shows that will tell you when they screw up and often screw up at the same time. We actually embrace the screw up here on this program. Oh, my God. Nelson, I'm not going backwards because I'm not getting called out. I'm I wasn't. Not- 
A man assessing his safe deposit box in New York City. Uh, He went in at night. It was about 8.45 p.m. And the people at the bank didn't realize the guy was in there, and they closed the vault on him. Now, the fire department attempted to get him out, but ultimately they would have had to use a torch, which could could have affected him inside the vault. So they told him that he pretty much had to wait it out until 6.15 in the morning when the vault opened back up. But they didn't ask him the most important question, what did you do? I mean, if you're in the vault... And there's, I'm sure there's something to do. Look, th- you're gonna look through something. You're gonna try at least to open something up. I'm not saying. I mean, it's gonna open up. I'm assuming he's in that area where all the safety deposit boxes uh-huh, are, uh-huh. and you gotta have a key to get in. So he's not gonna. Get, but you know damn well he went. He had time to kill. Yeah. He went to every single one, like checking for a quarter and a payphone. Maybe it's loose. Yeah, he's. Lo- is, uh, is this one gonna open? Is this one gonna open? Well, they said they have cameras in there, so they were watching him. So he probably just sat on the floor because he probably knew uh, they were watching him. I don't care if you're watching me or not. I'm locked in your vault <laughs> yeah. and I am bored to tears. My question was, he's only 23 years old. What did he have in this bank that he had in a safety deposit box? That's what I wanted to know. Probably a family heirloom, something. Mm-hmm. Dang, something passed down. Yeah, Maybe like it wasn't his safety deposit box, but he's now the controller of it. Yeah. I don't know. Something passed down. You know, that's kind of cool. It's, you know, I think everybody's, you know, was it everybody, guys think about Rome twice, twice a week, which I don't believe. I believe guys think about the movie Red Dawn, the original, at least four times a week. Right. But also the idea of staying overnight in a mall. Staying overnight anywhere you're not supposed to. Like. Right. The mall's the the spot. Yeah, because at least you can walk around and see stuff at or, that point. Or a department store. Uh-huh. I you would know. be terrified of that. You want to do that? Yeah. Absolutely. No way. I'm sorry. Have you seen the movie Mannequin? You never know I when she's- have. You never know when a mannequin is going to come to life and you're going to fall in love. No creepy you'd be surprised i mean I, I would bet some money that that's a thing for most people have had the thought not that they're going to do it because you probably can't but mm-hmm. you'd want to stay the night like at a walmart yeah well oh, they're yeah. most of them are open 24 7 anyway but like you want to stay the night in a mall you want to walk around you want to go into the stores when nobody's in there mm-hmm. don't steal anything no you just want to play especially as a kid Get locked into Toys R Us. Didn't like, lady, live there for a couple of days. You're hiding in shelves. Yeah. You made like a little bed behind a bunch of stuff. Didn't this lady do that at Walmart? And she was like sleeping in the tents at night? Probably. Cool, huh? Oh, no. You go to the big cage with the big bouncy balls? My nerves will be too bad. Throw them anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. Play as much as you want. That's what I would do. Big bouncy ball cage. Yes. And just take them all out. <laughs> you know, put your hand in that little slot and just go. Mm-hmm. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> all right. Maybe not. Jay Leno. Arsenio Hall. This is going to be a great show. December 2nd, the venue, Thunder Valley. Would you like to go? If so, I need some players uh, for Game of Tones. Nikki D, for the first time in her life, <laughs> is going for a Tony Tone Tone World yes. Heavyweight Tony Tone Tone Championship of the World. All right, so you can pick either me to be your player, Nikki D to be your player, Kyle to be your player, or I think John, the sales guy, is coming He's in. He's supposed to be, yes. So we'll see. But just start lining up. So a lot of opportunities to win these passes. Uh, 916-909-0985. First come, first serve. 916-909-0985. Start lining up. We'll do Game of Tones here next. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Oh, oh, oh. I know that sound. Hear ye, hear ye. Dost thou knowest thy sounds? Then venture forth to engage in a spirited competition of Game of Tones! 
All right, welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson, Kyle in the big room, and we welcome our buddy John, who's part of our sales staff, new yes. to the sales staff. It is a pleasure to work with you, sir, and have you in here. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Good, 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 good. So you got the uh, unfortunate responsibility of sitting in with us for a little bit today, and I'm sorry. I apologize for wasting your time in advance. <laughs> Are you getting paid extra for this? Uh, I don't think so. Mm. So he's going to leave. He just yeah, he's leaves. out of here. He just walks out. <laughs> out for sure. Well, we uh, we appreciate having you here. You're a great guy, and uh, and and thanks for being here. We, we really appreciate that. Thank you so for having me. The, the game is called Game of Tones, and uh, Nelson has got a bunch of noises, sounds, tones, if you will. Uh, and the t- I don't even know what the category is this week. What is it? That would be Halloween. Oh, uh, Halloween. Okay. Halloween. That? Yes. that makes sense. So if it's a song, you get two points. You get a point for uh, the artist. You get a point for the title. Everything else is just one point. Nikki D is going for their first ever Tony Tone Tone World Heavyweight Championship of the world. Uh, so this is big for her if she wins. Your buzz in sound, Nikki, is? Fave. And Kyle? Right. And John? Me. Me. Love it. I don't think we've ever had that. That's no. very, very clever. And I've got a woo. All right. All right. Let's get some players. We're playing for Jay Leno Arsenio Hall passes December 2nd at the venue, Thunder Valley. We got Chris in Lincoln. Who you got, Chris in Lincoln? Um, I've got um, Nikki D. Nikki D. He doesn't sound sure about that. He does not sound oh, sure. Boy. <laughs> All right. Daniel and Citrus Heights, who do you got? I got Nikki D. All right, we we can't all have Nikki D. You got to either take. I've got Nikki D. <laughs> team, it's either Team uh, Bailey, Team Kyle, or Team John. Those are the ones that are left, sir. Let's go with uh, Bailey. Okay, sir. You got me. You got me. All right, hang on. Trenton in Sacramento, Kyle or John? I got uh, John the salesman. John the sales guy. Mm. All right, it's a bold <laughs> choice. Go. He's new to the game. Kind of the last pick again. And Pam in Roseville, you're getting uh, Kyle, who's actually very, very good at this game. Okay. That's exactly who I wanted. All right, look at that. Oh, look at Pam. Oh, okay. Thanks, Mom. Don't, don't <laughs> thanks for calling. Don't take don't take offense to that because if I would have taken her first, you would have been picked first. That's a, you know what? That's yeah. a great point. That That's a strong yes. point. Yeah, you make you feel yeah, better. Yeah. It does. Okay, good. It does. I was someone's number one pick. <laughs> you were so. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, are you ready, Nelson? I am. Okay. Here we go. Name for me this first tone. Hey. Wait. Wait. And that would be Nikki D that out of the gate. That is a doorbell. That is a doorbell. And that would be correct. Ooh, strong. How about this tone? I may seem like an unlikely survivor with all my phobias and irritable bowel syndrome. I survived because I played Matt. safe. That'd be Kyle. Zombieland. And that would be correct. Nicely done. Sorry, I was on my phone. I didn't even hear it. Anyway. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg in Zombieland. Uh, that would be correct. I don't need the Jesse don't Eisenberg. Act like you are letting me win. Get, don't no. do that. No, I let wow. Kyle win. You, you weren't even a part of that I conversation. It's my favorite Bill Murray movie. <laughs> yeah. How about then this tone? I'm going to tell him how I feel tonight. You are? I think so. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Bailey. I know what you did last summer. That's incorrect. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I've wanted this for so long with her, and now it's just too Kyle? much. New Girl? And that would be correct. The Halloween episode of New Girl. Out of all the clips, three in New Girl? You know what? Don't worry about what clips It's a great show. 
Yeah, it's a huge show. Thank you. Y'all hang out this weekend. I yeah. never heard of it. Yeah, you and I, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know what that gotcha. is. All right, a little oh, you're sabotage. Not, you're, I'm feeling you're, sabotage. You're, okay. Okay. Sabotage. <laughs> How about this? Your first opportunity for two points. She got the moon in her eye. And that would be meh. That to Kyle first. Oh. John's getting pissed. I heard John first. I heard John too. I did not hear me first. Five, three, two. Which a woman? No. I mean, he mispronounced, but he mispronounced. Okay. Give it to John. John, go ahead. Which woman? Bye. Eagles. That would be two points for John. Oh, I disagree that look I mispronounced. There we go. That's how they say it. Oh, you got song. I think. Pretty wild. We speak English on the show. That's it is a language. Does. Now, the, re- the only reason That's I would have given wild. it to him is because later on it does sound like he's saying witch But it is witchy. There's a lot of songs I could tell you sounds differently to <laughs> Fair. That's fair. How about... Pam, we're getting, we're getting hosed. How about this tone? Me. Oh, woo! And that'd be John. Uh, time warp? Yeah. And that is the time warp, yes. Very strong. I'm going I'm to get in. I'm going to play. You're going to get in. How about then this tone? Trick or treat. Kyle. Trick or treaters? That would be absolutely correct. Wow. That would be absolutely correct. What's the score? You have a donut. I have one. And Kyle and John are both tied with three. Speaking of, it's a donut Friday. There's donuts in the kitchen. I'm on a diet. (sighs) I got to get a point. I got to get you fruit next time. How about this tone? A human. Who are you? And how did you find this place? Faith! Now be Nikki D. That's Hotel Transvania. Hotel what? Transvania. No, Whoa, don't man, try to I can't. Man, I cannot. Are you kidding me? I don't Whoa. know how to pronounce it. Woo. I got to give it to Bailey. Hotel Transylvania. And that would be correct. Hey, if I, I didn't get which a woman, you don't get Transvania. I cannot give you that point based on the precedent that was set by which a woman. It's a great point. But, but that to, is an anomaly. But to Nikki D's credit, this day and age, Vans can be trans as well. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm over this. Wow. This is crazy. I can't pronounce it. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I knew what Kyle was talking about. Mm-hmm. And the first five points, you knew what I was thinking. I did. So I should get those points. Give him all the Bailey. Oh, my God. How about this? An opportunity to snag two points. Whoa. Bailey. That's Britney Spears. That's incorrect. Yeah. You can get in at any time. There's all four people here. Oh, whoa. Bailey. Olivia Rodrigo. No. Oh, Nikki D. Shakira. And? That's right. <laughs> yes. And? Oh, now you're all happy. Five, four, Which is three. <laughs> no, that'd be incorrect. <laughs> I don't know the name of the song. That either. would be Shakira and She Wolf. She Wolf. <laughs> you answered after she even said the answer. You need to. <laughs> Shakira? Because he said somebody. Never mind. <laughs> Similar? Yeah. <laughs> White girl? Yeah. Just let's start lining them up. <laughs> Jessica Simpson? Christina Aguilera? How, how about this stone? I was thinking along the line. That'd be Bailey. That's the Simpsons. And that would be correct. Every year they do a Halloween episode of the Simpsons. That from their take on The Shining. How about this tone? <laughs> oh, and that's... Mm, 
Is that a Kyle? A witch laughing? And that is a witch's laugh. Yes. Uh, I wasn't what I was going to say. I was going to say Spirit <laughs> Halloween. You walk in. You if I had said thing. cackling, would I have gotten that right? Would you have said witch? No, I just. I would not have wow. accepted. Okay, cackling. good. I'm glad I went hyper specific. No, nope, I would not Shout have. Shout out to me. He's getting real serious about this judge he stuff. Is. I love this for him. <clears throat> How about <laughs> this tone for two points? Faith. <laughs> She's so good at those. That's Michael Jackson and Thriller, and that would be. You hear you hear how much she enunciated that she was like thriller. <laughs> Say that again. Get all the I didn't hear it. Thriller. <laughs> you're gonna over. You're gonna over enunciate right. to get it wrong. Like, oh, no, you're looking for thriller. No. <laughs> all about this tone. I think I sprained my finger. Shut up. Focus. Come on, you guys. Come on, ready. <laughs> Faith. Whoa! Oh, Nikki D. The craft. Yeah. That, would, that would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. That would be correct. Oh, What's the she's score? Happy now. I have five. You have two. Kyle has four, and John has three. All right. Close <clears throat> game. Here we go. Now we got two minutes. How about this tone? Faith. Faith. That's that would be Bailey. That's a ghost. That one. Did you say that's Bailey? Yeah. You said, and I'm agreeing with you, yeah. and I agree that that's the correct. That's what's called a short conversation. That's like that's like in MLB when a guy like checks his swing, but the batter points <laughs> to the umpire. He's like, no, look, check. I didn't go. I didn't go. <laughs> Third base, check. Yeah. <laughs> How about this tone for two points? Me. And that would be John. Monster Mash. And no for a second point, do you know who sings the Monster Mash John? Five. Wow. Four, three, Monster Mash. two, no. one. I don't know. Man, I got nothing. Kyle. Shanana. No. You guys are not going to get this. His name is Bobby Pickett. Oh, Bobby, Bobby Pickett, Pick, of course. Also oh, sings that song. That. Yeah. I, Got the one. Catches the ball. Or mm-hmm. Throws the ball to Ken, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ken mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah, that's him. Yeah. Bob, I know. Uh, Kenny's son. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about then this tone? For that marvelous introduction. Faith. Oh. Nikki D. Hocus Pocus. And that's correct. <clears throat> All right, 60 seconds. Where are we at? Oh, you have focus. three. I have six. Kyle and John have four. Let's call it Hocus Focus. Oh. Right. Nice. How about then this tone? Woo. Faith. Bailey. That 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 four. is birds. Faith. Me. Correct. Faith. John said me before you said Faith. No, he did yes, not. he did, John. Oh my God. Bats. And that oh, would be correct. Oh, Birds, bats, I said same thing. That's not oh. the same thing. Transvania? <laughs> I didn't give her that point. Uh, I, I did not give her that point. <laughs> How about this? A chance for two points. Me. Oh. And that'd be Kyle. Santana. And? Five, four, three, two, one. Faith. Nikki D. Nope. Devil out of me. <laughs> I know this song. Black Magic Woman. And that would be correct. Dang. That would be correct. All right. All right. This is it. This is me and Kyle. We both tie right now for six. All right. It's just between you two. John, you and I are out, buddy. Are we going? Are we still playing or are we going to go for the tiebreaker? This is the tiebreaker. One last, not a song, but one last one. 
<laughs> no, you got to pick one, two, three. I need who's going to pick it. Oh, uh, I'll pick it. Uh, Bobby pick it. Yo, Bob pick it. <laughs> I'll Bob pick Yo, it. Inventor pick of it. the fence. This is the, the Monster Mash song to win it all. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Number two, please. Number two. Number two. I don't know what it is. For the game. Is this tone? I said talk to me, damn it, or else I'm going to throw you in the fire. You stupid. Kyle. Four, three. Halloween. And that's incorrect. <laughs> have to restart this tone here. Yep. Count them down. You stupid. Five, four, three. Two, I don't know this. Right, go, get another go one. Go to one. Okay. Number one right here for all the marbles. Faith. Nikki D. That's the Rocky Pitcher Horse. That'd be incorrect. Kyle. Five, four, three. Faith. Nightmare Before Christmas. Two, and that would be correct. Let's go. Let's go, Pam. Let's go, Pam. Let's go, baby. Yeah. And that would be correct. John was just sort of chomping at the bit. (laughs) John, the the good news is you beat me. And I'm usually pretty good at this game. That's a really good effort by John. Yeah, so you did very, very well, sir. So thank you for playing. Pam in Roseville, congratulations. Picky Kyle got you Jay Leno Arsenio Hall passes December 2nd. The venue, Thunder Valley. Congratulations to you, Pam. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. You are welcome, and we appreciate you listening. Hang on the phone, and you're going to talk to Kyle off the air. How exciting is that? Good. Like one-on-one. You guys can talk. There you go. She's deflated. Has to be mad. Very mad at herself. How fast would you have gotten this? Do you want to balloon to it, Georgie? Oh, I would have got that one. That was no. number three. That was number three. Who was number two? Number two was Child's Play. Child, she's going to throw, and I thought you would get it based on his voice because he's got a very distinct voice. He's Chucky, that, when they were throwing Chucky into the fire. So uh, this is real cool. Uh, this is breaking news. Uh, AfterShock 2024 has just announced their headliner for next year, and if you want your mind blown at 8 a.m., I'm going to blow it. Yeah. All right. So we'll tell you who will be headlining AfterShock. 2024 aftershock next year you've seen the teasers the last couple days with the aftershock social media you've wanted it it's coming it's coming the big ramp up a lot of times things like that they never deliver this is delivering in a huge way tell you who that band is here next hang on so our first aftershock was this past aftershock yes and it was a blast. We had a great time. Phenomenal event. Huge concert. You know, of course, I've heard about it before. Just now that it's in our backyard, a lot easier to go to and participate in. Got to meet a lot of you out there. Very, very cool. Uh, Danny Wimmer, who's the promoter of the show, is very, very smart and already puts tickets and VIP passes on sale like almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so uh, I, I, I didn't quite... You know, this is I'm just getting used to the whole procedure of how they work, and it's it's just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, so, I I just didn't see this coming that this, that this early they would announce uh, a headliner for next year's aftershock. Mm-hmm. And I guess when it's a band of this magnitude, you can do that. 
And the headliner, I'm assuming one, but usually there is a headliner headliner. Like I would say Guns N' Roses was this past year's headliner, even though they had headliners at the end of each night. Guns N' Roses was the biggest out of all of them. You think that is? See, now to me, based on the days, I would say Korn was the biggest headliner because they got the Saturday night, which is the coveted spot in a festival. But it could be all routing. You know, could be your. That's fair. GNR was, I believe, in L.A. on Saturday. Night. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll. So, so it could be routing. It doesn't have which day this is. Anyway, let's get to the band. The band that will be headlining AfterShock 2024 is the legendary, iconic Iron Maiden. I mean, this is phenomenal. Like, didn't see this coming at all. Right. Is this enough that you'd go out on that Sunday night to see them? Yes. Okay. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you can be honest, Nikki. You're not familiar with Iron Maiden. It's fine. Yeah, no, no, no. That's why I asked you, like, is this a big enough deal that you would go out on that Absolutely. Sunday? Hands down. I'm not going to claim to be the biggest Iron Maiden fan. No, but Gen X dudes are super into Iron Maiden. But Iron Maiden's more than just a heavy metal band, heavy metal gods. And for me personally, it was one of the first pieces of music that introduced me to rock and roll. And when I was eight, which would have been right after uh, The Number of the Beast came out, their third album, which Mm -hmm. came out in 82, uh, I was in Alaska with my brother and his father. Mm -hmm. And my brother was in Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Van Halen, Zebra, for those that know Zebra, uh, Aerosmith, and I wasn't familiar with any music. Mm-hmm. But he would go to bed. He had a clock, a radio clock alarm, and he would uh, go to bed listening to music. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was cool, you know, because as a younger brother, you always want to be like your older brother. And so you want to listen to what he listened to. Well, I just, yeah, I just, I, I just thought that's what you did, you know. And the difference between he and I was that, you know, he was he was a rebellious teenager. But being rebellious in those days was wearing a skull on your shirt. Yes. And my, believe it or not, I mean, there was a there was a whole brand that made a very good living about skulls called Affliction in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But, but in those days, wearing a skull on your shirt meant that you were a Hellraiser. Bad yeah. boy. You were a bad boy. Mm-hmm. And their mascot was more than just a skull. Yeah. Well, it was Eddie. Right. You know, Eddie is iconic. You yes. know, the, the Eddie character. So uh, he would, you know, be wearing these skull t-shirts. My mom hated it. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Hated it. And he was black leather jacket. He smoked cigarettes, and mm-hmm. he was a bad boy, right? And so I was like, "God, that's cool." And I got my mom dressing me up like a Ken doll. <laughs> yeah. She's right. putting Oxford shirts on me. I'm wearing corduroys because I'm corduroys. husky, quote unquote. You know, and I'm like, I don't want to be this. I want to be that. Mm-hmm. That's be- cool because I want to be the rebellious one. Mm-hmm. You know, shocker, 48, still that guy. And uh, and so. Um, I, he, you know, he had his cassettes out and Iron Maiden was in there. And of course, what attracted me to Iron Maiden at first was the album covers mm-hmm. because Eddie, Eddie is their, their, their mascot. Eddie is the character you see on all the Iron Maiden. It's on the side of Bruce Dickinson's plane. It's Eddie's their skull guy. He's, okay. he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's a character. He's a, he's a, he's a legend in himself. Yes. You know, the story behind Eddie and the whole thing. So, uh, but yeah, six, 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 everything from number of the beast. You know, run to the hills, and and by the way, not just a great heavy metal band, but they, they like the if you listen to the lyrics, they've got deep lyrics, right? I mean, really, really, it's not screamo. Nope. You know, for those that I mean, I guess there are people not familiar with Iron Maiden. Like the lyrics are really, really good. Yeah, there's still there's still a holdover from early heavy metal 
which was less about screaming and yelling and more about the lyrics. I mean, when you're coming from Sabbath and Ozzy and that kind of transition into what heavy metal became, Iron Maiden is the the perfect marriage of the old and the new. Like Priest, and then you get into the Slayer and the Anthrax and and, right. and stuff like that, and then that morphed into angry, you know, Pantera and Corn, yeah, uh, into what heavy metal became into the eighties and ninety or late eighties into the nineties mm-hmm. into the early two thousands. So, uh, Iron Maiden is your headliner for Aftershock twenty twenty four. That's so cool. So cool. And that group we're in, uh, they're already going nuts about Aftershock for next year. Good They've been nuts? talking about Yeah, for like the last couple of weeks, everybody's been talking about it and getting passes. He, and- he, here's the thing. I, you know, there's there's a list of, of rock bands that even if you're not familiar or deep down inside, you don't like. And, and that's fine because, you know, your body, your mind is going to have a choice of music, a taste of music. Mm-hmm. But they're, at least in the rock world... There are certain bands that you don't say out loud you dislike. Metallica's one of them. Pantera's another. Iron Maiden's another. Judas Priest is another. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you just Why can't you say you don't like them if you don't like them? It's it, like sacrilegious. It, it is sacrilegious. It's, a, it, it's, like, it's like being an R&B fan uh-huh. and saying that you just hate Michael Jackson. Okay. Right? I so thought he was going to say Stevie B. Yeah! <laughs> I thought he got God, I really. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm trying to have a serious. I like talking music, though. So I'm trying to have a serious. But, you know, I miss so many opportunities God. to come out and say, you're a headliner for Aftershock 2024, Stevie B. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> God, I miss that one. In my head and my heart, you did say Stevie B. Like, when I get wrapped up in these conversations, I actually get serious and, mm-hmm. I, and I'm, I'm really enthralled by it. And I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> and I'm missing all the jokes. God. <laughs> I, I mean, what you're saying. He now. said it on the T. I was like, he's about to drop Stevie B all over. <laughs> Mine's not thinking today. I apologize. Bad host. All right, third round of headlines. What do you got? I want to tell you how a husband set his wife on fire and what Dave Chappelle has to say for himself. All right, two big stories from today. Get your third round of headlines here in a minute. Hey, Stand by for news. News, 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 time for today's top two. All right, here we go. Third round of headlines. Thank you so much to Good Guys Heating and Air. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Go ahead. If you can't trust your husband, who can you trust? H5. An Albany man has been charged with setting his wife on fire. Albany police say he then left her in their home for two days without medical care. He's stating that his wife had multiple sclerosis, so he rubbed her down with alcohol because apparently they... Uh, said that that helps her. Well, after he rubbed her down with alcohol, he lit a cigarette and somehow it dropped on her or flicked on her and she caught on fire on the lower extremities of her body. He says that he freaked out and he got scared. So instead of calling 911 and getting her medical help, he left her sitting in the house for two days with those burns to over 25% of her body. Her daughter luckily came to the house and found her and that's how she got medical help. So that's when we don't believe him. Right. I mean, you leave somebody for two days, mm-hmm. not calling 911. Mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty, pretty bad. And then when I saw his, <laughs> when I saw his picture, I don't know why it made me laugh, <laughs> but he's from Albany, which is a small town in Georgia, like backwoods country. And I was trying everything to find somebody like in his family that we can talk to, because I want to know the truth. Like, what did you do to this woman? And why'd you leave her there for two days? Like I said <clears throat> yesterday with the, you know, the, the shooter that's still that they're still trying to find in Maine. 
it's so odd when you see these odd stories mm-hmm. like like this or you know the shooter which is a horrible situation and nobody comes out of the woodworks and claims them no but you know you have somebody that's on dancing with the stars mm. 50 people know yep and somehow they end up in your feed yep it's the weirdest thing but you know cops are on the lookout we're on a manhunt we're trying to find this horrible person that went and shot up a bowling alley. You're trying to tell me nobody knows this guy? Because nobody has said anything yet. I haven't seen not one post from a child, a parent, a friend, a neighbor, nobody. Nothing. And normally the neighbors want to get their 15 minutes of fame, so they'd be the first ones to speak out. Yeah, but nobody says anything when it's something like that. But you get somebody on a reality show or... Uh, they produce a movie or in a band and like they're best friends all, all over the place. Yep, everybody knows them. All right, second story. Dave Chappelle finally speaks out, H6. What I take issue with is the idea that because they don't like it, I'm not allowed to say it. Art is a nuanced endeavor. I have a belief that they are trying to take the nuance out of speech. So comedian Dave Chappelle finally addresses the accusations of the comedy show he had in Boston where people say they walked out because of the comments that he made. Well, he's saying now that he's basically being misquoted and no one can quote exactly what he said. Um, He said, but what he will say is that um, that he feels like both sides are wrong. So he's saying he said that talking about Israeli Israel and Palestine. So he's saying that he felt like both sides are wrong. With what's going on, basically. Right. And, and he doesn't agree with the whole cancel culture either. Right. And, and you know what? It, whatever he said, no matter what he said, it's his show. You paid you paid money to go see him. If you don't like what he has to say, you mm-hmm. got to go. I agree with him. It's art. You know, not everybody's going to like what you, you're going to say. And nor should people want that. The same people that get all pissed off that they were blocked on Facebook or uh, that uh, Twitter has, has canceled their account because of their First Amendment rights, Mm -hmm. you just don't get it. That's not what First Amendment means. That's not freedom of speech. That's a private company. Now, if he wants to say that, the venue comes in and says, hey, look, we don't want you to say that. That's the venue's right to say that. Yeah, my only issue with this story was people saying that the tensions in there started to feel unsafe. That part is what I didn't like. Well, as far as then you get into the conversation of was a good business. Mm -hmm. You know, it all depends. You know, like what he's what he allegedly said, I don't agree with. But do I feel like he can say that at his show? Mm. Absolutely. Oh, this is what he said. He said, I don't know why I scribbled out. He said that the situation in Israel was a nightmare. But he said he also added what's happening in Palestine is a nightmare. So he's saying he said it about both sides. It's amazing this day and age when you say something from the heart, especially. And Mm -hmm. it's the truth, even. Mm -hmm. And one person doesn't like it. It automatically becomes the wrong thing it's an issue the you vocal know? minority and and the person that usually complains is the one that's up on a podium always screaming about how everybody should understand each other yep mm. yep it's usually how that works you right about that i'm damn right about that <laughs> trust me victim times 20 all right yeah all right blink 182 four tickets to see the fellas july 19th of next year obviously Chase Center, San Francisco, special guest Pierce the Veil, courtesy of Live Nation. This is a big ticket. These are the only ones we have right now. We're going to do a game called Chokey So if you're a Blink-182 fan, this should be fairly easy for you to understand a Blink-182 song when being sung through a gag ball. All right? It's King of the Hill style. So I'm not putting anybody necessarily on hold after the first bank. We're just going to go to people. 
And you got to get through all four of us. Me, Nikki D, Nelson, and Kyle's going to come in and play. Last person standing gets the four-pack of tickets to see Blink-182 at the Chase Center. All right? Just got to start lining up. Let it ring. Don't hang up because you could just be the last person. They get all three. There's one left. You get it, and boom, you win. Yep. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. Start lining up. Blink-182. Not two tickets. Four tickets. The giveaways. You take a lot of buddies with you. We'll do that here next. Hang on. Hey, thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. And our buddy Kyle's going to stick around for a few extra minutes. We, I'm so nice. We appreciate it. You are so nice. You're a beautiful human wow. being. This is great. Is what you are. All right, so we have not yet done this uh, this game here yet since we've been in Sacramento. But it is a lot of fun, and it's goofy. And uh, we've got uh, four tickets, four pack of passes to see Blink-182. July 9th of next year at the Chase Center in San Francisco. Pierce the Veil will open the show. Uh, this is a very, very cool ticket and the only pair that we have this week. So uh, the game four is Four-pack. Uh, Four-pack, sorry. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, the game is called Chokey where I have, out of my own pocket, purchased gag balls. Which, by the way, these are yours to keep, guys. You can oh, take these home you. and use this on your own ball. time. I appreciate you. You can, Kyle, I know you don't need another a, one. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I have a... <laughs> you can add it to your collection. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So uh, Willing to trade if anybody <laughs> has a clear one. For those that are on hold, uh, hang in there because this is King of the Hill style. We have four different Blink-182 songs. You pick the player, so it'll be either me, Bailey, Nikki D, Nelson, or Kyle. And once you get that song, you go on to the next person. And if you're the last person standing, then you will win the four-pack of tickets for Blink-182. The game is called Chokey if you are trying to get through right now and you can't, do not stop calling. It is King of the Hill style. That means if I go through everyone that's on hold, yeah, everyone that's on hold, uh, then I just got to take more calls. So that could be you, and you could just need to get one song to win the Blink-182 four-pack. 916-909-0985. With that being said, please. What the hell are they trying to sing? All right, here we go. Is it Sovan? Savan. Savan. Excuse me. Savan, you've called before. Savan in Sacramento. Oh, that's a French-ass name, Savan. It's Sorry. what he calls Sorry. it. He's like, I'm a French-ass dude. <laughs> All right, Savan, the game is Chokey Who would you like to start out with, me, Nikki D, Nelson, or Kyle? Let's go with Kyle. All right, Kyle. He's like, I've heard Kyle. the best Kyle day of my life. <laughs> I've heard, he's like, he's like, I've heard Kyle do this before. I'm going to get the first one easy. <laughs> All right, put the gag ball in, buddy. And uh, uh, are you you got it in, nice and secure? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Here we All go. Right. I'm going to count you down. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Hanging out with a club on a weekend. I can keep it and rock with my best friend. I couldn't wait for a summer in a war tour. I remember the first time I saw her. I didn't get out of school because so she's failing. I kind of wish that I think I was a hate man. She don't want to see all the She took my hand and I made it, I swear. All right. <laughs> Sylvan, do you know which Blink-182 song that is? No idea. No idea. You get a little bit more. Go ahead. I fell in love with her. I rocked her. She said, I'm a whore. I don't know. She said, I'm a whore. I'm going to see her. 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 I
One last guess, Savon. Savon. <laughs> Savon. I nailed that. That right. is that is on him. All right. Goodbye, Savon. Justin in Elk Grove. <laughs> do you know Kyle's Blink One Eighty Two song for Chokioki? Is it first date? That is incorrect. Mm. I got to move on. I'm sorry. Uh, Jesse in North Sac. Do you know Kyle's song, or would you like to pick someone else? Yeah, can I pick Nelson? Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, I didn't, Dang, I didn't, I didn't I pick pivot. Nelson. Yeah, all right, Nelson. Yeah, he came to. He came. <laughs> hey, I'm at your house, Nelson. Nelson, what are you wearing? <laughs> 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 He's calling from inside the studio. <laughs> Nelson, I'm wearing your other gag ball. Go ahead, let's do it together. What did I tell you? What did your boyfriend tell you? Not to put it back that far. What both of the. All right, go ahead. Here's Nelson's. Three, two, one. That is Jesse. It's a Blink One Eighty Two song. There's only really a handful. If you just start guessing, <laughs> I mean they got a lot of songs, but the ones that normally we we're gonna sing. What do you think? I, I'm uh, nothing's coming to mind right now. You don't know any Blink One Eighty Two songs. I, have, I haven't listened to Blink One Eighty Two in so long. Oh wow! <laughs> just playing. It's not like a new song. All right, we gotta go. We gotta go. Trenton in Sacramento. Do you want Nelson's? Do you know what that one is, or would you like to pick someone else? I like to pick Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear the gag ball in me. Goodness I'd like to pick gracious. Nikki. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the funniest thing is, Nikki was third to be picked. Yeah. <laughs> what does that say about you people? <sighs> All right, here we go. Nikki's song in three, two, one. Oh. Little off beat, little off melody. That's fine. She's not a big blink fan, but if you get that, you had the song. Mind blown. Yeah, what song were you singing? Yeah, she was good the first like three lines, and yep. then it just. I listened to this song for hours. You know what song it was? Yeah. Okay. All right, Trent. What song? What Blink song was it? All the small things. No. Oh boy, he just he just reached into the bag of Blink songs. And oh. All right, fill going. up the lines. One drop. One's filled up. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Adam, do you know what Nikki's song is that she just did? That was what's my age again. Yeah, Bam! Very good, Adam. Hello, Adam. I sung that. <laughs> it was a Friday night. I walk alone <laughs> to get the feeling right. Atta girl. We started making out. And she took off my pants. And then I turned on the TV. The TV, as she would say. <laughs> the TV. That's the not the way she all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Good job. Singing all of these songs to the tune of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Right. Nikki's out. Adam, me, Kyle, back to Kyle, back to Nelson. Where do you want to go? Uh, I know Nelson's uh, last song he tried. Can I guess that one? Sure, go ahead. 
That was I Miss You. Bam. Boom. Where are you? Where are you? And I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Welcome to Disney. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good Mickey. Thanks, Nelson. All right. So you got two left. You could run the table here. Do you know Kyle's or do you? What? Kyle's song was The Rock Show. Oh, my man. Adam's a big oh, Blink-182 guy. Yes, he this is. This is great. This is only one left, Adam. It'd be wild if he just knows what your song is. <laughs> so here's the thing, Adam. You got one left, and that's yeah. me. Are you ready? I'm ready. I want to see if he can guess without hearing the song. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost going to ask him, but it would kill the bit. Right, it right, right. Would. <laughs> Okay, here we go. You <laughs> 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 <A> joke. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my God. Why are you oh making that noise? <laughs> I got to breathe. What would you rather oh. listen to, people eating or him doing that? Well, that's a dumb question for Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was damn it. Yes. Unbelievable. Adam is good. That's a Blink fan. Who you want to win? A Blink fan. So... Just out of curiosity now, if I were to ask you what song I had before I did it, what would you have said? Well, knowing what you guys put in rotation, it was either going to be all the small things, uh, edging their single you guys play, or I miss you, which you guys already did. Mm-hmm. So those are really like the four songs you guys put on 98 Rock. So kind of a no-brainer. Them. Wow. Well, congrats. Uh, I, well, first, I want to wish you good luck on your program director position. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Right. He's done a great job so far. Yeah, he has it down pat. Yeah, I mean you've got you've got all the correct answers, so I think you'll get the job. <laughs> all right, brother man. Uh, I mean this really like you're like you're a ringer. Couldn't have worked out any better. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. So Blink One Eighty Two, the Chase Center. You got four tickets. Enjoy yourself, July nineteenth of next year. Uh, and there you go. Congratulations. We appreciate you listening and uh, appreciate you being a Blink fan. Thanks for making this easy. All right. Thank you. All right. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. I hope Pam wasn't listening to that. That works out well. <laughs> From Game What's of your Thomas. mother? Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Kyle was worried that we were, we were ribbing him, and he was going to come in. And, and they were just, like, come in here, put this in your mouth, and sing this song. It was just going to be like, Kyle. I'm sorry? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I said, feel free to take this home. It comes with a bag, yeah. a travel okay. bag. I was going to give it to a lucky winner. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, mm. sure they don't 916. Pam, call us back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the weekend uh, for adults to celebrate Halloween, but what if you haven't gotten anything? What do you got? Uh, maybe some stuff laying around the house. I have a maybe have to go somewhere, and I did not go out and get anything for Halloween. Just not in the mood this year. Uh, but there are some last-minute Halloween costumes that you can put together with stuff that most likely you have around the house. So we'll have that discussion here in a minute. Hey, this weekend is adult Halloween, right? Tonight? Tomorrow? Probably have some parties to go to, and you're dressing up, whatever it is that you're dressing up. Now, 
if you got your act together, you, you already got your costume. You plan it out way in advance. Yep. And if I got something, I plan it out in advance. I had something for this year, but you know we're not doing anything. Um, so uh, you know, last year I was uh, weird Al Capone. Yes, and I was Sally. Yeah, Sally. You had a great makeup gimmick right I there. I did. My friend texted me just yesterday, I think, and she's like, don't forget to send me your Halloween pictures. They're always so good. And I'm like, I won't have any this year. No. Yeah. My wife had bought something, and it's just sitting on the uh, counter because we're not going to use it. We're not going anywhere. We've been invited to a couple parties, but we're just not in the mood this year. Right. You know, So we'll wait for Tuesday and look at the kids that come over and you know give them candy. You're going to mm-hmm. come over for that and do yep. that. So if you know if you're in that spot and in like tonight today, you know you find out. Well, I got to go to this thing. Maybe it's a work function. Maybe it's a neighbor's house, and you got to put something on. Just don't be the guy or the girl that that shows up in a black t-shirt <laughs> or just uh, what they put on the the cat whiskers they draw on their faces. Right. You don't want me nuts. You don't want to be that person. You no. want to show that you had a little creativity and a little effort. So here are some last minutes. Halloween costumes that you could put together with stuff that's probably around the house. These are just a couple. I'm sure you got a million other ones, though. Just got to be a little creative. You could go as a tourist. You get uh, some shorts, especially if you got some shorty shorts and a really bright, as tacky as a shirt as you can find. Some socks and jack them up mm-hmm. with sandals. Yeah. Okay. That looks like a tourist. Maybe a straw hat. You got a, a camera, especially an old school camera with a thing that goes around your neck. Mm-hmm. You know, a visor, sunglasses. That's a good idea. Put some sunscreen on, like maybe if you got that uh, old school zinc. Oh, yep, yep. Zinc. Was it Zinca or zinc? It's zinc. Zinc, mm-hmm. you know, or like blue or pink, and you put it on your nose. That's kind of fun. That is. And you can put that together quick like. That's a good idea. Uh, a lumberjack. I'm kind of lumberjack-esque today. Yeah, you yep. are. Uh, a guy, I remember seeing a guy do that. He put on his flannel shirt and some jeans, and he walked around with a roll of bounty. Oh, like the the bounty. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's funny. <laughs> he did. That's actually really clever. It is. <laughs> so so in this case, you know, you're thinking a flannel with some jeans and you throw a beanie on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you got like a toy axe. Yeah, that'll or, work too. Or a real axe. I guess you could bring it if you want to carry that around. But if you don't, the bounty thing's clever. Yep. Yep. You'd be the bounty guy. You just walk around with a roll of tissue. Especially if you've got a red and was he red and black. Red and black, yeah. Mm-hmm. Flannel, right? Or red and blue. Red and that's that's good. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if I got to go somewhere, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, because I'm sure you got a flannel. Yeah. Uh, you could go as a mummy. You just what, you going to wrap toilet paper on yourself? Can't, we wouldn't can do toilet paper, though, could you? Because it'll break up. Fabric bandages. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, yep. that will work. Or you could tear old white T-shirts into strips that's or a sheet. A lot of T-shirts. It is. And use those. Well, you could do a white sheet, an old white sheet. Just got to be careful with a white who, sheet. Who it might be white sheets? Exactly. Every hotel you stay in? Well, yeah, hotels. Yeah, but you got to be careful with the white sheet because (laughs) if you don't do it right and you make like. You don't want it to be a pointy top on I was just going to say, if you're going. No, you just wrap it around your body. (laughs) If you're going as a a ghost, just understand ghost round head. Round. No point at the top. Round. Yeah. That's not what you want to do. It's a bad look. Uh, Bank robber. Black leggings, a black and white striped shirt, get a little black mask, and some kind of loot bag. The mm-hmm. problem is most people don't have that black and white shirt. You have to buy that. Yeah, the striped shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are last-minute things you could go to Spirit and get, though. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Easily. Uh, Bob Ross, they have one here. You know, oh, that's easy. Button-down shirt, jeans, and you can make a small paint palette out of cardboard. Which one year I won as SpongeBob Ross. You did. Which was great. <laughs> I got the, <laughs> that was the that was the year of my party. Mm-hmm. The big party at the house. 
which people still talk about to this day because that yeah, was I heard it was killer. That, oh, you weren't there? I didn't go. No. Why didn't you go? I probably was doing something. It, it was amazing. Yeah, we I heard about it. I saw the pictures. Thou- we had a tarot card reader. Wow. We we had thousands of dollars of decorations. Like That's it cool. was a haunted house. You'd walk through, and we had this huge backyard. You go through the backyard, and you get scared everywhere you went. It was all. We had a special punch. Mm-hmm. I forget what we call it, like Bailey's blood punch or something like sure. that. It was awesome. It was huge. A Barbie, one of the trending costumes this year, mm-hmm. and you could get that look by dressing in just about anything pink. Not mm-hmm. if you're in solidarity with the writer strike though, or the actor strike. That no is, Barbie. That is correct. <laughs> uh, high heels, brightly colored workout clothes, tube socks, and rollerblades. So you can do those, or a mix of any of those two. You could go as Mummy Barbie. Or Lumberjack Ross. Yeah, they have yep. so many different Barbies. You can be anything. You can be Nurse Barbie. Do you, What do you have around the house, Nikki D, that you could last minute put together if you were asked to go to a Halloween party? You know, I've been sitting here thinking about that. What I would do is I would get a white T-shirt because I can do my makeup well. And I would go as somebody beat up or injured. And I can do this really scary, bloody face. And I put blood on my shirt and I do that. That was Rihanna. No, I would not be. (laughs) No, I would say that I I was a person attacked in an alley or something scary like that. I would not say Rihanna. Not in a car. No. Gotcha. Okay. I misunderstood. No, I would be really beat up. She wasn't beat up. You look like you're angry that you don't have anywhere to go for Halloween. I am. You you, know, Halloween is is my thing. Are you angry about that or something else? Is that what you're angry about? No, I'm angry about that. Look like something's on your mind. What's on my mind? Uh, That's what I'm asking. Is it Halloween? Yeah, it's Halloween. It's Halloween and you got nowhere to go. Well, you just got rid of your friend the other day. She probably had a plan that she could have taken you somewhere with her pecan pie. She was naming wow. places that I didn't want to go anyways. Oh, okay. So I wasn't going to go to any of those places. Nelson, do you have anything at the apartment? That I would be able to change into? Yeah, immediately. You could, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you could walk right outside and go as a murder victim. <laughs> what am I not getting? Well, you'd get shot. Oh, fair. Your house. Outside I, your house. I was thinking the building. I wasn't thinking my building. Yes, I would be. A, but that's a little too on No, that is inside the building. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I would uh, I would do uh, Farley in the skit from uh, uh, Swayze. I've already got black pants at the house. I, I have an old uh, collared shirt that I could tear the collar off of, and then I just go as the Chippendale. You need a bow tie, right? Doesn't he have a bow tie? Is that what it is, a bow tie? Or is it the Mandela effect? I don't know. You're right. I think it. I think you're right. It is a bow tie that Chippendales wear. There, there was a Mandela effect video uh, that I saw last night on Twitter uh, about people going as Britney Spears from the "Oops, I Did It Again" video uh-huh. with the uh, red latex suit. Yes, mm-hmm. and even the Barbie that was made of her for that video and the costume that is sold. They and you and the people that have gone over the years, this girl that did the video had taken pictures of people dressed up. They have the the Britney Garth Brooks mic, uh-huh. the headphone mic. Yeah. She was not wearing it in the, the no, video. No, don't you say that. Yes, she I was. I always thought she was wearing it in the video. <laughs> yes, no. She, yes. No. The Mandela effect. We all think she is for whatever reason, but she's what not. That's so trippy. So the, the Chippendales thing, if you remember the old skit with Chris Farley and uh, Patrick Swayze from is Saturday Is it a bow tie? Or is, I thought it was a collar, but maybe it is a bow tie. See, I'm thinking it's a bow tie. You're probably right that it's a bow tie. <laughs> now I'm starting to second. But Chippendales do wear bow ties. Right. So then it's got to be a bow tie. I've never seen that skit before, but. But don't, he's got cuffs, though, too, though, right? Don't they have cuffs that stay on the wrist? I swear to God they did. So they have pants, right? Yeah. They've got black pants. 
no shirt, because that's what made it funny. And they had the collar, but the question is, is did they have a black it was bow tie? Both. So they have a collar and a bow tie, and he's got cuffs. Okay, there you go. So okay. I forgot about the bow tie. I was just literally thinking, well, I could go, I have an old white shirt I could tear the collar off of. It's the Mandela effect. For whatever reason, you didn't think forgot that. Forgot about the bow tie. Forgot I think about I'm the bow tie. Fatter than Chris Farley. I'd agree. Wow. Don't agree, agree so quickly. <laughs> Sorry. I'll take it back. I agree. Give me a minute. Okay. I think I'm fatter than Chris Farley. Now you can agree. You know what? I agree. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm mad that you agreed. I'm mad that the swiftness right. of your agreement. <laughs> I swear to God, I can't get anything right. I'm trying to agree with somebody and I'm wrong. And then when I do agree, it's too soon. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I swear I'm cursed. I am cursed. Who needs Halloween? Right, exactly. Halloween's every day for me. (laughs) What about you? What would you immediately be able to put on at the house? Not uh, the costume that Rach had already bought. You're throwing it together right now. Well, she's got something uh, that for her that was going to go along with what I was going to go as this year. But that's not not possible. Boom. We've got to go to a party in two hours. Bailey, what are you going to go change and do at home? Okay. Well, see, we have a big box of old Halloween costumes I can yeah, pick. Yeah, you're a cheater. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we've. I mean, we're not going to throw them away. So that makes sense. Collect them, but I, I got to tell you, I like the lumberjack thing. Yeah, I was about to say he already said he'd be the bounty man. Actually, since I like to mix characters, right? And Here that we would go. that would be against what I believe in for Halloween. Uh-huh. I could go as lump. Give me a famous Jack. The Ripper. Jack, you got Jack the Ripper. Yeah, you got. Uh, well, that uh, doesn't really make Jack sense. Jack White. Yeah, lumberjack keep, White. Keep going. Jack, Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill. Jack, Jack Skellington Jack. from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Jack Osborne. Jack Osborne. Jack O'Lantern. Yes. Lumber Jack O'Lantern. Oh, that would be good. good. And I can have Ariel do my face as a pumpkin. Oh, yep. There good. you go. Boom. And then I get something to hide behind. There you go. And then I'm Jack O'Lantern. Dang, now I feel like you need to go somewhere so you can do that. Lumber Jack O'Lantern. Mm-hmm. Or I could. No, I don't want to say that. It's dirty. But that's funny. <laughs> I don't even want to imagine what you were going to say with Jack. Does it end in Hoff? It's when I leave the party. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fourth and final round of headlines. I want to tell you a new vaccine that could help you kick a habit and what hotel a bear checked into. All right, get you those two big stories from today here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about Headlines. All right, for the final round of headlines, thanks so much, good guys. Heating and air, 530, good air, Nikki D. A vax may soon help you quit cocaine, 8-7. An antibody is something that the body produces. It's a protein. It's in response usually to an infectious agent such as a virus. And what it does is it neutralizes that anti that virus and makes it so the body can get rid of it. Lumberjack Nicholson. There it is. From The Shining. Yep, there it is. Oh, that's good. That'll be good, too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sorry. Go ahead. Scientists in Brazil, the world's second biggest consumer of cocaine, have announced the development of an innovative new treatment for addiction to the drugs and its powerful, uh, whatever, crack. 
So what they're saying is this drug is called Calicoxa. And put simply, when they give you this vaccine, you will no longer get high if you take cocaine. They've been testing this on animals, unfortunately, but now it's getting ready to go to its final stages and human trials are going to begin. Does it say how many animals are addicted to cocaine? No, it doesn't. (laughs) Well, that's the hard part is you got to first get them addicted so you can test the stuff on them. Right. I'd love to see those animals on coke. Mm -hmm. You know, then what if you get the, uh, you know, remember when the uh, COVID vaccination was go around and the split in the country was well i don't know what's in that i'm not taking that mm-hmm. what if you have the same mentality but yet they're cokeheads and uh, who take cocaine in which they don't know what's in it it's a little easier to get them to do things but but they're like i'm not taking that vaccine i don't know what's in that but will they make it mandatory like force you to take this vaccine or will it still be mm. something you have to do like again not something that's against your will like, you have to willingly can, go take it. I don't think they can. Like, they don't chemically castrate rapists anymore, I don't believe. So I don't think that they could force an addict to take this. It, what if your family, like, checked you into the rehab and well, they give you all those types so of drugs? here's the thing. It's, correct me if I'm wrong, it's not illegal to be high on cocaine, is it? It's illegal to purchase cocaine. It's illegal to have cocaine. It's right, illegal it's to purchase cocaine. System, all of that. Now, what he's saying depends on the state. So the state that I am from, Nebraska, it would be illegal to be high on it, even if they couldn't find any residue on me, because in Nebraska, your body is a container. That's why an underage person who is drunk will still get a minor in possession, and people that are under the influence of drugs can be charged with the drug crimes based on that because there are a lot of things that are illegal that you can still do like you can gamble in a non-gambling state you just can't run a gambling operation right see what i'm saying so if you go to it but you can't run it yeah it's weird Mm -hmm. you know alcohol is legal if you're 21 years of age or older Mm -hmm. but if you're in public and have had too much it's illegal yes if you're driving under the influence it's illegal, but mm-hmm. it's not illegal to purchase it. See, so see, kind of the catch. I see what you're saying. Kind of thing that goes on there. What would you say that was? It's, it's a, a catch twenty twenty. It's a catch twenty twenty. It is actually, believe it or not. That's the only one right there. Oh, we finally the nailed the oh. <laughs> the infamous catch twenty twenty. It's a catch twenty twenty. Yeah, Nikki's got a book of catch 2020s and right now on the list is that one <laughs> all right second start when confronting a bear how about take a weapon h8 colorado parks and wildlife has caught and euthanized that bear that broke into a hotel attacking a security guard this week now in this instance normally i'm not against them killing the animals because they're being animals but this bear according to kdvr actually broke inside of a resort, was walking around in different areas of the resort. They ultimately, the security guard found him in the kitchen. Now, when they reported this to the security guard, you see him on (laughs) on the footage walking around looking for this bear. Bear. He has nothing in his hand but like a little walkie-talkie. And I'm thinking to myself, what are you going to do when you see this bear? Well, I'll tell you what he did. Nothing. Because that bear smacked him so hard, he flew across the kitchen and was on the floor. And I did not want to laugh, but I laughed so hard. And I just kept watching the video. Because in my mind, I'm like, what were you going to do? Right. Talk to him? Sing to him? Like, it's a bear. And, and it, that bear was huge. It was like a cartoon, you know, where the bear swipes and it rips the shirt. Uh-huh. It ripped the shirt. You can see the rip in the shirt. <laughs> But but I, I'm, Nikki, I thought the same thing. This guy, because at the at the, can you post the video and I listen yes, to the video? I'll post it up there. So at the beginning of the video, you see the bear come into the kitchen area, and it's just like a 
you know, commercial like kitchen and in mm-hmm. a hotel. And you're going, oh, well, where's the guy? Did he already get the guy? Where's the guy? <laughs> right. And so this huge bear <laughs> turns around. He's like, nope, nothing in here. I'm going back out. And he goes back out of the kitchen, the other part of the kitchen. Like, it looks like maybe where they wash dishes or prepped food or something. Uh-huh. And, and 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 you're like, is the video over? See the security and her security guard bottom of video <laughs> with his little walkie talkie. Like he was going to say, hey, man, you got to get out of here. <laughs> And he just keeps walking and kind of looking around. He's he's not even on, you know, like on edge, a, on, on alert. On no. alert. He's just walking around like, you know, when I find this bear, I'm really going to have a conversation with him. <laughs> and out of nowhere, it was like the it was like hide and seek. The bear was hiding, look behind the freezer. And you just see this dude freak out and he and the bear sits up on his two legs, uh-huh. hiding like and swats. Swat the taste out of his mouth. <laughs> and the guy just <laughs> flies across the thing. Hilarious. I don't know if the bear should die for that. I, I don't either, but no, he did. did. That bear was huge, though. I'm like, oh, this dummy. Uh, the bear bear was just barren. He was. You know, <laughs> bear's going bear. You know, bear one, man zero. You got to find out. You got to do an investigation how the bear got into the place. Somebody left a door open. And so if you, you got a resort where bears are, don't leave a door open. <laughs> right. Bear going to bear. All right, last-minute calls, comments, concerns, anything for the text machine. Same number, 916-909-0985. If you got something good, if not, we'll get out for a weekend and roll some credits. Also, the Big Fat Bribe continues here at 98 Rock. $500 in your pocket. We had a winner earlier. We will have a winner later. We'll tell you which song you're listening for if you're not in the know all here next. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Big thanks to Kyle and Jackie who helped us out today. Didn't have to do that, Jackie, but thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. The big fat bribe here at 90 Rock, uh, 98 Rock, excuse me, continues. $500 in your pocket. Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar Me is the song you are listening for. We played it earlier. Had a big winner. And it's going to happen here after 10 a.m. as well. So make sure you continue to listen. Be caller 18 to 916-909-0985. And when you win, say that you won duckies. Thank say you. that you won duckies. Thank you so much. That's, that's Nikki D just wants the promos <laughs> that run on the radio station to all say that you won duckies. That's all, that's all I want. That's all I'm asking. It is going to drive Nothing else. certain people crazy. <laughs> Get that redneck stuff out of here. <laughs> Uh, but uh, if you don't win uh, today, it's okay. Don't go into a, a weekend all, all pouty face because Monday we'll pick it up again and we'll have a, another week of opportunities. This thing's running for a few weeks, so lots of money to to give to you at a perfect time because it's um, right around uh, Christmas price sh- uh, shopping. Right? Mm-hmm. I usually start in September. I'm not buying any gifts this year for anybody, so don't buy me anything. I'm not buying you anything. That's that's what they all say. That's all every woman says, right? No, I have to do that this year because I'm going home and it's costing me a lot of money that I don't have. You know, and then you get somebody like Nelson that you have to get him something. No, do not get me anything. But see, here's the thing: is that you you know you're not getting anything in return. <laughs> no, you're not getting anything in return, so no. don't get me anything. <laughs> you know that one, you know that one family member that you always get something, but you know. They don't have any money to get you anything Nada. back. They don't even attempt to nope. get you anything back. Nope. They just say thank you and they happily open their gift with a smile on their face. <laughs> right, exactly. That's that's Nelson. Where did you get that from? I'm gonna have to get them. I gotta get nope. both of y'all something. No, you do not. Yeah. Nope. Well, well it's it's gonna happen. So 
I do it. I do it for my he people. He loves giving prizes. I love it. It's it's. A- and I just thought about it. He will be the one exception that I'll buy something for because I have to because I can't stand for somebody to hand me something and I don't hand them something back. But the odd thing is, is what I don't like to accept them. You don't. You say you don't, I but don't. you'll feel some kind of way if you just gave us gifts and we didn't give you anything back. It's very difficult for the oh wow factor to come across, and that's not because I'm high maintenance or pompous or arrogant or whatever. It's just that I just have always, even as a kid, have felt really uncomfortable opening stuff up. You know what they call that? Huh. It's a catch-2020. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't think that's what they call it. Uh-huh. It's just now that's what we call everything. Uh-huh. But I do, Nelson. You'll learn that. I love to give prizes. I've got something still for you. Still my oh, truck. Oh, yeah. That was in your truck. Yeah. And I want to know what that is. It's awesome. It's a bag. Like, it's not one thing. It's a bag of things. Well, when are you going to give it to him? Well, that's what my wife asked me last night. She says, have you given Nelson the fill in the blanks? And I said, uh, I said yeah. no. She says, why? I said, well, I think I was probably mad at him on Monday. <laughs> like, I can't give something to somebody and I'm mad at him. Right. I'm sorry. I just, You're I'm fine. <laughs> but I was like, Tuesday through Friday, we're straight. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it just things came up. You just kept forgetting. <laughs> but I did. I gave him money this week, right? Didn't we do the yeah. the bit with the money? I earned that money. Yes. You did. Money. I, actually, I gave him more than what he earned. Okay. Mm, thanks. But you still didn't give him the bag out of the car. You can't double You can't double it up, though, right? You, you got to wait oh. till next week. Yeah. I, okay. I can't just get, I mean, that's not, that's not fun radio. For those that are listening, host comes in, gives producer stuff. That's not fun. Like, you got to do something fun. To earn it. To like, earn it. Executive. Oh, I'm sorry. Executive host and the producer? No, what? No. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm the executive. Okay. I'm the executive producer. So the host, producer, and the executive guy? Uh-huh. <laughs> gotcha. Walk into a bar? <laughs> Walk into a bar with a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At Listen to the BS on social, please give us a like, share, follow at The Bailey Show on the YouTube. Uh, you can get our podcast all the time, Odyssey app. Fantastic app, thebaileyshow.com. All right, Nikki D, what you got? I have to say this one. Is Nelson using a gag or an old ball of rice? Hashtag broken choke wow. 2024. Broken choke. <laughs> broken choke. That's really good. Man, I don't think we've, we've told that rice story one time. That's a listener right there. Yes. That's awesome. I forgot about the text machine. we got to get out of here now. Yeah. All right, that's good. Nelson? Broken choke. All right, look, have yourself a great, safe weekend. I'm sure you're going to be doing some drinking. I understand. I get it. Uh, But please do not get behind the wheel of a car if you've lost or if uh, if you've had too much. I've lost way too many friends like that. If all goes well, I'll talk to you Monday at 6. And bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening.